Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac Wayne heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured, it was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky. 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Recorded live. Okay, welcome to the call. Here we are. Happy Mother's Day to to all you mothers out there, and totally honor you for all the hard work of raising children in these times. I'd like to talk to the lady that's from Idaho, Idaho, North Idaho. Yeah, do we have you back on, Linda? that you, Linda? It's Carrie. Yeah, oh. Right, yeah, okay. She's back. Go ahead. Hi. Yeah. Hi. I, I just, I'm really incredibly sad for what you're talking about. It's, it's devastating, and even to hear it, and um, I'm relatively new to the community. I just started listening to the iPodcast in the last few weeks, and uh, today I met with another TI down here in Florida for the first time. Uh, me and another girlfriend who was also targeted, who came through V2K, successful, victor, victorious, has nothing, uh, nothing, no residuals, no nothing. She's free and clear. Mine is almost done, but mine didn't get to V2K. Um, we both got under the blood of Jesus Christ. I would highly recommend, and it's not for everybody, that you get yourself rooted in a church and give your life over to the Lord. He is protecting us. He knows what's going on. He's he's aware of everything. Yeah, she was was actually very spiritually connected uh, with some high people and had quite a disciplined mind. So I have a feeling that she was really a pretty powerful threat to them in some way. And apparently she did something that stopped black magic that they were using from working. Uh huh. Since then, she's been viciously attacked. So, I mean, as far as people in the world, I'd say she's probably one that got pretty close to God, you know, by really being dedicated to her her spiritual connection and development. And my feeling is that she is being viciously attacked because she's she's like a lighthouse and she was shining very bright. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you were to look at this. Scientifically, uh, everything has frequency, and the bad things that are going on are a low frequency. And there is some information out there that's saying that those that are doing these wrong things are trying to hold down those that are in the higher frequencies of love and connected with with God and goodness, and you know, following the rules right. of common decency. So. Uh, I mean, I see this myself. If, if I just get into a spiritual kind of state and and I'm sending love out even to people like George Bush that I just love to hate for all the bad things he's done to people in the world, and it's invariably that they will attack me and you know try and put mood swings on me or do something to ruin my day or turn skizzit and I against each other. 
So it really appears that there are lighthouses all over the planet that were supposed to be here, and those that are a bigger threat are just being viciously attacked. So at this point, I'll just leave it up to you and Linda to to talk it out, but I just thought that you should know she's really actually very close to God, and and apparently something that she did stopped a, a bad thing that they were doing, so it doesn't have power anymore. If it doesn't have power, then why is she being attacked? Well, I thank you, Neil, for saying this. Well, what what ended up happening is I was targeted. I was targeted by black magicians, a group of black magicians. And um, in that process, they ended up losing black magic. They were trying to psychically rape and, and do very bad things, basically, mm-hmm. to me and put bad things in my mind, etc. cetera. And, um, and because of my spiritual practice or whatever, that wasn't affecting me. And from my perspective, God was protecting me. But from their perspective, I'm, I'm the reason that they lost their black magic. So when they lost it, they got very, very angry. And they're not supposed to admit something that should not have happened. So what happened is they went in and they got like another 30 black magicians to work with them. You'd be surprised at the network. I've met like 200 black magicians in the last two years, after, or the last three years after being targeted. There's that many in this network. I mean, I didn't even know a black magician. But, but since I've been on been on the run i've I've met them in every state so there is a huge dark occult network a huge dark occult network i don't care where in the country you go or canada whatever they're there so what what happened is they went to two other groups they went to two groups that started the ti movement and these these people were also gang stalkers and i didn't know what that was so they went to two other groups that use really a lot of tech and so what happened is they just microwaved the heck out of me and they chemical the heck out of me. And they did they targeted my brain in such a way that I couldn't pray or meditate. And I don't know how to explain it, but they literally damaged me so that I couldn't pray anymore. They they put chemicals through my heart. They killed me, brought me back to life. They did un unbelievable things. They put chemicals through my spiritual heart. They put chemicals and broke all my chakras. They put I mean, basically, they tried to break my body. And I had a truth thing in my body that was like the things that weren't truthful would bounce off of me. It was sort of something I had received from a high spiritual teacher. And they put me in some kind of machine, some kind of energetic machine for three weeks to break that, to break the truth shield I had. It took them three weeks. and But they chemicaled my brain every day. So that's what happened. They're, they They know they can't go up against God and win. They know that, so they're not going into that battle. They already lost a lot of black magic that way. They're going after our brains and our tissue, and if they can destroy our tissue and our brain, then the spiritual stuff can't run through our brain anymore, and it can't run through our chakras anymore. They can't run through our channels if they blow out and they destroy that. So they're trying to destroy the freeway system that spiritual stuff runs through. So I know what you're saying, that I do, I do believe the spiritual people are protected more. I wouldn't have survived the first year of my stalking if I wasn't a spiritual person. But they, these dark occult people have gotten together, so there's about 200 of them that are monitoring me as this huge experiment of how you destroy, uh, basically, a spiritual warrior and, and all the different parts of her and all the different parts of their mind that are involved in spiritual warriorship. 
basically, how do you take them out and what's the fastest way to take them out? So, so what I'm concerned about, Neil, is that they've done so much experimenting on me. I mean, I'm experimenting on 20 hours a day. They're looking for the fastest way to take out somebody. If, like if they go against somebody and say they attack some big spiritual person or some big spiritual group or something, they're going to expect the Dharma or Jesus or Holy Spirit to come and attack them. They're expecting that. I mean, I've been attacked to, to the point of death a thousand times. So they're, they're expecting that attack to come. Now they're trying to figure out how, how, depending on who shows up, is it Holy Spirit that shows up, is it Jesus, whoever, is it the angel of death, whatever, whoever it is, Archangel Michael shows up. They're looking for the fastest way to take the, I, the TI away from the spiritual person. So they're not, they're not trying to kill Jesus. They, that doesn't work. But they can destroy the mind of the TI so that the TI, when they're screaming for Jesus to come, Jesus doesn't hear them. Or when Jesus comes, the T.I. fights him off. Or when Jesus comes, the T.I. thinks it's their perp and fights them off and doesn't receive the help. They're doing very, very weird things like that in people's minds and in their bodies. And they just have thrashed my mind where I can't even tell the, the frequency of anything anymore when I could tell the frequency of almost anything. I mean, my body was like an amazing antenna. I, they've destroyed the antenna. So they're they're just doing this now. So my concern is is these people have said that nobody will ever take magic from them again and nobody will ever stop one of their attacks again. They are done with Jesus, Holy Spirit, and the Dharma stopping them. They will never be stopped by anybody again. So we haven't even begun to see what's going to roll out of this. But they have computers and all this stuff, diagnostic stuff connected to me while they're while they're doing all this testing. And literally they've tried to kill me a thousand times to see everything that happens in my brain when I cry out for help, everything that happens in my body when I try to meditate for help or protection or whatever. And so that, it's a, I think it's a very scary thing, what's happened here. And uh, so I, I, I think that if you don't have a gang-stalking group that's targeting you that way, definitely get with a prayer group, call prayer lines every day. You know, do all that, and that's what I was doing. I mean, at one point in my targeting, I was calling 50 different prayer lines a day, and I was praying like 12 hours a day. I mean, I was under such heavy attack. But then eventually they did something to my brain. I can't do that anymore. Nobody can hear me. Nobody's coming. And they've killed me a few times. Are you under the blood of Jesus? Do you read the Bible? Absolutely. I can have a prayer Bible with me all the time. Okay. And I no, I'm not doubting anything that you say. Day. I'm not trying to question or discredit you in any yeah. way. I'm just wondering because the Bible does say that no weapon formed against us will prosper. And what you're saying is that these weapons are prospering. Is that what you're saying? Well, well what I'm saying is they're damaging the TI. So somehow yeah. in damaging the TI, they're damaged. They're, they can't damage God. But I don't know what they did to me. But they, they did a lot of things to, to, to monitor how it is that things work in the phenomenal world, how we communicate with each other, how we communicate to God, how we pray, how we meditate, and then they're breaking it. They're literally breaking it. So I can't meditate like I used to. And my chakras are blown out. My chakras are destroyed. I don't have chakras anymore. I, I, they are literally destroyed. I mean, like with explosives and chemicals, and that's no exaggeration. They literally use explosives, some kind of explosives in every one of my chakras. And then they poisoned. They well, they poison. They poison me every day for three years, literally with poison. So 
I'm just letting you know something is happening. And I don't know what to say about that passage because I, I know Psalm 91. And I mean, I know all that. And But something else, they did something to me, not God, something to me. And they also talked about changing, like if I say, help, 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 that, that, that's what it sounds like to you. But in the inner, the inner communication between God and you, God isn't hearing that. God's hearing everything's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine. Like they're playing with our brains and how we, how we have our internal communication. So all I know is something is very, very scary right now. And I'm a virtually out of character. I'm really a character now. I'm never not in virtual reality. My body is a character, literally. So I don't think my whole brain is hooked up to my whole nervous system anymore. And that, that might be the problem. So maybe if all my brain was connected, like the brain... You need to shut the fuck up! Ignore that person. Are you near Boise? Um, no, I'm a few hours from there. Okay. What uh, what's one of the major cities where you're around? Um, I'm near Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene? Yeah. How do you spell that? C O R T E L E N? No, it's it's C O E U R. That's the first word. It's French. And it's D E L A I N E if I'm not mistaken. So that's that's where I am right now. Anyways, Neil, I'm the, the virtual reality thing is it's it's really bad when they can make you a character and you're in that all the time. They can change your nervous system to to be like the character. What, what is there any way I can speak with you privately? Um, sometime perhaps through email or something. You can leave your um, you can call Derek and give give him your number okay. and your name. And I'll call Derek and get it. Okay, and you're Linda from California? Yeah, he knows who I am. I always use Derek as my Okay, person. all right, thank you. I've got to go. I'm going to keep you in prayer, Linda, and um, God bless you, okay? Thank you, ma'am. Thank all you. All right, good night, everybody. Good night. Take care of yourself. Bye. Well, I mean, you know, I've been through so many near-death experiences myself that uh, you just reach a point where, I mean, I I don't allow them to intimidate me. I just say, you know, if you kill me, I promise I will stay in this dimension and I will wreak havoc on you until you do yourself in. So go ahead, kill me. I mean, I was yeah. peeing, peeing blood four days ago. I've almost died so many times in the last three months that that I just don't care. And since I don't feel like I'm done here and that, that I have enough information to realize that this parasitic thing has been going on with humanity for centuries and that Lemuria and Atlantis went through something very similar, uh, this was a suspicion that I had without information. And now I have information that's confirming the feelings that I had. So for whatever reason, there are some people on the planet that are different and they know it. And they also just know things, but they don't know what, why they know. And, and so, you know, you think, well, maybe I'm just living in some delusion, but then, you know, I'll be 60 in July. So I have life experience behind me 
and now I'm looking back at things that, that I had strong feelings about and seeing that they were true. So, I mean, I, I'm not here to say, you know, you get 100% accuracy or anything, but one of the big things that I felt for many, many years was that not only has this happened before, but that this is the final war, that, that humanity will finally claim its right to exist on this planet uh, without being parasitized. And, and the only justification that I can give is that, you know, I think a lot of people would probably agree that we've had to perfect ourselves as people as much as we could just to survive the duress and mind games and influences and sabotage that we've had to deal with. So I just think if I was a master creator and I had 7 billion children to grow up and maybe we all sat around a table and, and it just said, uh, do you want to do this really slow or do you want to just get get it over with? The only way you're going to get experience and find out what love is not is to jump into it and really realize in the contrast, which is what this world is all about. And, and also on another note, uh, just a feeling that came to me was if this kind of parasitization was allowed to happen throughout the universe. And there's a, an Alfred Lambermont Weber interview. Um, I'll, I'll pull it up and put the link in the chat room later. I don't have it up on my computer, but uh, he's talking about all this. And um, if total anarchy were allowed to happen in this universe, this universe would be blown to bits. And I mean, we have enough technology to blow this earth up so many times over, and if the earth was blown up, the fallout would cause quite a mess in other parts of this this big galaxy. So for, for what it's worth, um, those are things that I just feel, and, and I see that we're in uh, this last great war, and I think that a lot of the souls that are here in in our lives are here for a reason to play our part in the movie and anybody who's a serious threat to what they're trying to pull off is is just being viciously attacked. And well they are they are looking for, for people. I mean the way that I was found initially, the reason I got targeted initially was because they were running algorithms, they were broadcasting algorithms in my area. And they were looking for people who were psychically sensitive, or had who could who could pick up the algorithm, and then they then they went to investigate the person, and that's how I got picked up. Is they realized, oh, this person has has some skills, and we want to know more about these skills. So then they started to attack, and then when they attacked, they realized they couldn't take me, and then they wanted to know how come they couldn't take me because that's the first time ever they couldn't take anybody and. And basically, they're psychically raping the number of people. I'm wondering if so that's not looking. part of somebody that has uniquely perfect. Uh, I'm wondering if there's not something that's in that area. Uh, with with everything that's going on, uh, with the NSA toolkit being stolen, we're seeing a lot of funky stuff happening. 
Um, and and you have people out there that are hackers that are actually breaking into it and taking some of it um, and using it. And I'm wondering if it's not something to do with that. They're hacking into what was that? Well, they took the, the NSA toolkit. Um, remember the WikiLeaks thing that was going on? And they took the NSA toolkit. It has everything in it. Basically, our National Security Agency, um, the toolkit of everything that they use um, for spy technology was stolen. Oh, and, and And what some of the things, like Friday, um, they took pieces of it and they actually um, sent it out through the last Microsoft update. And what happened was Microsoft had put a patch in there for it and asked everybody to update their systems because of the, of the vulnerability that was out there, and people didn't. And on Friday, we had about 150 countries that were attacked. Um, on their compu- on their computer systems, so whomever it is that is using the NSA toolkit, it's very possible that it may be some type of other group that is using it, that is using the like you, it made sense when you just said that that you're being attacked because of uh, spiritually, and that's one of the things like phantom touch things like that um, that they're probably somebody may have that piece of it and what they're doing is it's a terrorist and, and you know, and they may be using it on you. Um, I haven't looked through the toolkit myself to actually see what's actually in it, um, but I know, I know there's a lot of tactics that are in it um, that they use, and it's very possible that that may be what's happening. Um, how long has it been happening for? Like a month or two? Well, I, I've I've been a virtual reality character for several months now, um, probably even a year, and, and that was that was really horrific. So I don't. I think my BCI. I think I have two, at least two BCIs. And when I still had my psychic abilities, I actually had eight supercomputers hooked to my brain. And now I understand what they've been doing. They've actually rebuilt my brain. Uh, Neil, which is I'm hooked to a computer. I talk from a computer. I don't talk from my brain anymore, which is frightening. And they took my brain almost like offline with the DCI. I I have no access to my memory at all. I I have no access to my long-term memory. I have no access to my my psychic gifts. I have no access to my spiritual gifts. I can't even tell you what prayers I used to pray. I don't even I don't even know what they were. That's how much. Did you uh, Did you get a hold of Scott Hansler? Yeah, yeah, I went and I saw my spent that's why I came out here actually. So I did um a number of things with him and, and his books are really good so I'm really I really would suggest people to 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 learn about that or learn about that aspect. My perps are definitely um uh, uh, demon possessed and demonized. I mean that was like no question. And from his standpoint what he said is you really pissed off a very high level demon-possessed, darkical person to be targeted this way. I mean, because I literally have met 200 black magicians in the last three years and targeted. That's how big the network is because I've traveled around and they don't hide themselves from me at all. And so there is a real network out there which is frightening. 
It That's sounds like what they, it sounds like what they've done is they've actually they're in and out of your head is what they're doing. And whether yeah. it be through technology or whether it be through yours may be um it may be happening through um natural ways that they may be doing it. Have you tried to like one of the things that I do is is like um I put like a and it's just a an image of a plate above my head and then what I'll do is I'll go start to take my finger and put it uh like up in the air and like it would be at the front of the plate above my head and then I go around to the back of it like the right side and then halfway and then come back around to the front and then take my finger, go around the edge of the plate, around the left side of it to the back of the head, and then bring it around to the front of the plate uh, in the front of my head. Almost like the rim of the plate is above your head, and you do half circles back and forth on the plate. And what you do, you can elevate the frequency of your brain. If you... If you know, like, the frequency that your brain is at, like, you have your five levels of your brain, and what you can do is is actually push um, on your brain and push it all the way up to the top of your head and and manipulate your own brain. Remember, it's a muscle. So manipulate your own brain. So it's almost like you, it has, like, five, it's like an elevator, and it has five floors. And try and manipulate it and try and push up on your brain. It takes practice to do it so that so that you can push like to the top of your head and almost like push it push um and obviously there's nothing physically there, but push 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 whatever it is um that they're doing out through the top of your head. And and it's try doing that. That works for me. It's almost like your chakra points. You know where your cha- your yeah, chakra I, points are. I, I, okay. right. I have no ability to visualize anymore. I have no ability to do any exercises like that. I know the kind of exercise you mean. I used to do exercises like that most of my life. I'm, I whatever they did, they broke my brain, so I can't visualize. I can't I have no psychic gifts anymore. I have. Do you Almost feel like your brain is squished, squished in the, to the middle, or do you feel like it's on? Like you know how I, your brain used to feel. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like my brain—they've dried it out. I feel like my brain has been dried out and plugged up with concrete. Literally, like they sucked the life out of my brain and they put concrete in it. That's how my brain felt for two years. You know, and I and I don't have access to my brain in the way that I used to. They've they've done a lot of things like that, and then they've been breaking my brain so that my motor skills. I don't have the same motor skills anymore. I I feel brain damaged. I I have trouble. I have I just have trouble with a lot of basic things now. And what they did yeah. is they went through different parts of my brain, like as if they put my brain into fifty different pieces. And they've gone piece by piece by piece by piece and and then vis- put visual things in my brain and then run some ultrasound to, like, shatter it. So I feel like almost all parts of my brain have been uh, shattered, literally. Like, um, like how, if how, would... how do your eyes feel? Do your eyes feel like they're squunched up? Yeah. 
Yeah. If you look I in the mirror, is one is one of your eyes bigger than the other? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, which they, which eye which eye is bigger than the other? They've made they've made my right eye bigger. And my eyes are not bitch. level. Five okay, my, eyes so aren't, my eyes aren't level anymore. I, okay, I actually, if you look at me, my my eyes are not human anymore. They're like hooked to a computer. There's no, you don't see window. Like I can look you, in my eyes. Are you left-handed? No, I'm right-handed. Right-handed. Okay. Um, what you need to do. So that means what's happening is one one side of your head is channeled, and you know what I mean by that. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to get them out of your head. You're going to have to look at the side, start with the side that's channeled. And what you'll have, what you'll have to do is you're going to have to find something that's really repulsive and disgusting. Um, and it's, it's whether you smell something um, or uh, whatever it is. But you're going to have to, because you can, do you get V2K too? Yeah. Okay, so can you hear them? Like if you yeah, do constantly, something, constantly, twenty four seven. So this is going to sound gross. Is say if you're sitting in the bathroom, okay, and you go in the bathroom, and if you can smell that, can they smell that too? I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. Okay, then the reason I'm saying that is because usually what what was happening with me is I would sit there and I could hear them like different things, like um, different scents that if if you can smell it and and not and you actually when you smell it, you project the smell out. You can hear them say gross, or you can hear them say disgusting. So I knew that they could smell it. So when I when that happened, I would project that out on purpose, and that can break it. Okay. So when I'm, and I'm just using that as an example. Find something that because if you can hear them. You f- you're forgetting how to project. You need to project that out. So when you project that out, that it affects them back. And listen to the V2K. And once you listen to the V2K, you'll hear them and what they're saying, and you'll find whatever it is that will that they'll react to. And that's what you're going to be looking for. Once you okay. do that, then you can do that, and then you can add on to it to get them out of your head. Okay, I I I will try that. I have tried almost everything. I like I said, I I whatever they've done to my brain, it's been a progressive thing. It's been progressive over the last a uh, couple years, and so now now the the real problem is is the part of my brain that chooses what to focus on. They have control of that part of my brain now. So one of the things they're doing is they're saying they're saying to my brain, oh, let's explore X, Y, Z. Well, let's explore this horror thing. Well, I would never choose to do that. And they have control of my brain with some kind of equipment. And they can right. actually make my right. brain start to explore horror and violence and all this stuff with this machine, yeah, which I would never pushing, do. They're pushing the images through is what they're trying to do. And what yeah. they're doing is they're going through, like you said, they're going through your chakras. And and they're going through the different parts of the brain. They're trying to see, manipulate right. the brain 
just like they're doing for Alzheimer's. What they're doing is they're going to the different parts of the brain. They're trying to see what the brain is doing and what your reaction is based on the part of the brain that it is. And they're going to push, they're going to push imagery through as right. they're doing to see how you respond. Right, right. That's why I wanted so to know if you were near any type of base or if you were near a hospital. Oh, you, I, do you think I need to go to the hospital? I've been in the ER room three times this month no, because the pain no. has been so bad. No, no I, I think that's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I, I think what you need to make sure that you're not near any type of a base where they're doing any type of research. And I oh, think okay. that you need to make sure that you're not near a hospital where they're doing any type of research. Oh, I see. Okay. And if you are, if you're near a hospital, you can look the hospital up and look to see what grants they have for different types of uh, studies I and see. stuff like that. And look to see if it's any type of Alzheimer's or something like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and, you yeah, know, I'd like, I'd like to point out here that Linda is showing a potential of an example. There, there's something I read the other day that says 87% of all Americans are fully hooked up to this network that, you know, obviously they can do Manchurian candidate things. They can cause people to have involuntary uh, body movements or body functions they can cause mood swings that are that are so intense and you know I have visions and the vision that I see is is the human race being turned against itself and so yeah. for anybody on the call who's you know thinking maybe some of this stuff's too off the deep end in actuality this is something that we have to explore because a lot of what they're doing is beyond experiment. They mapped out the whole brain and the frequency interface a long, long time ago. They're right. way, way further ahead. Um, have you been over to the Lisa Renee's Energetic Synthesis website? No, no. Oh, geez. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. You, you need to what take a look. And, um, you know, I'm at a point where... Uh, I sent a little letter around that was just my deep feelings. You know, it's, I'll put it this way. You know, I have 50 songs. I had about 10 recorded, and they burned my house down. I lost all my musical equipment and all the recordings just up in smoke. And so now I have six or seven songs that I've recorded after recovering from the fire and buying used equipment. And so uh, when you're recording in a 16-track recording machine, you have a little track sheet, and you you put what instruments and what effects and vocals and all that in each mm -hmm. slot for the numbers. And so the other day, I just felt like a dried-out prune that hasn't had any fun or gone out or done anything, just working 16 hours a day and, uh, you know, having severe biological warfare problems going in my going on in my body so tons of research and time running the right machine and and I finally just walked over to my recording machine wiped the dust off of everything and said I have to do this I have to get my first CD out because uh some of the songs that I wrote I wrote while they were roasting me half to death and so I, I look at the date on the track sheet for this song that I'm getting done now, 
and it was anyway um dated April 2013 um God, I don't even remember what my point is I'm not very mentally clear tonight but but at any rate uh this battle that we're in <clears throat> we have to take a look at everything and the full potential of what's being done and we have to find ways around it uh for anybody who's inclined to understand and accept the truth that that something has tricked the human race that it goes at least far as far back as uh president eisenhower when something not from here uh came to him and said we'll give you technology in exchange for letting us experiment on people well, one of the people that's on our calls met somebody who was in the underground military bases, and he said that the reason that the population has increased so much in the last 20 years is that half of what's, or I won't say half, but a, a good enough percentage to be a threat uh, has basically messed with our DNA and had a capability of, of being able to jump into these hybrid bodies that they've made and some people are actually learning signs to watch for uh, things like what happened to us too many times uh, where we would go somewhere to be away from where people and smartphones are so that we could just be left alone and so we're walking down this uh, this long you know, boardwalk kind of walkway that's just about a mile-long walk right out at the beach, and and all of a sudden this guy comes around the corner, and instantly I felt very apprehensive, and it wasn't just because he had a smartphone that he was aiming at us horizontally, because I don't even really care about that, even though I know what they're doing, and uh, you know, they're they're teletransporting people in. Uh, and some of them are not people, and I knew that this guy was not just some regular, normal human. So the big picture is that uh, something not from here has been parasitic on the human race for centuries, and for whatever reason, it's it's been allowed to happen for all this time. And, and again, I have the feeling and had this feeling before I had any information that this is the last great final war. So we really have to take a look at what's happening, what the motives are, and find our deeper power. We have to find what our God-given rights and our God-given power is, because no matter how ugly it gets, uh, there is love here. There's a lot of good people that are willing to work hard and, and, you know, make their own way and pursue their dreams and not live beyond their means. Uh, love still exists. I mean, it's like when you look at a child or a puppy or a kitten or something or a flower or a blue sky, there's just some kind of a beauty uh, you know, a good example, and I'll post this link that just touched me, was this little 10-year-old girl, um, Jaden Kylie, on YouTube doing that song, Sounds of Silence, which is actually a song uh, Paul Simon wrote of Simon and Garfunkel that's about secret societies. 
so it had a real depth to me. But uh, when you watch her singing this song and her eyes look, you know, directly at the camera and you can feel her soul. And she's so beautiful. And, and I'm just like, you know, it's always a reminder to me in these touching moments uh, to see this, whatever that light is in people's eyes. So we are in, in a, a, a very serious battle between good and evil, and we have not been given the whole truth about what our God-given rights are. And and some of these rights that were, uh, you know, taken away by burning ancient mystery schools and and keeping information that was supposed to go to the people in this particular time period of humanity, uh, the Vatican has an underground library, and they have a lot of this information. And they try to breed out those who have knowledge. There's some really heavy people that have a lot of spiritual power in uh, Hawaii, and they're very, very secretive because they don't want the things that that have been passed down from their ancestors to get into the wrong hands. But we're really at a crossroads where we have to find where the real power is, what the real connection is. And so, you know, what is it about love when you, you go on those uh, those shows where it, you know, shows people singing a song or something and then all the judges are tears running down their face that this this person, their soul, just shines so bright through what they're singing. And, and that's what we're fighting for. But we're, we're having to go through experiencing the contrast of, of good and evil to such an extreme. It, it's really become nobody gets to sit on the fence and just be gray. It's black or white. So, so in the process of it, we, we purify our own selves, but uh, to be able to look for deeper knowledge. And, you know, I call on angels and finder angels specifically. I don't know who they are, but uh, I lost my motorcycle key and I only had one key. And it was going to be, you know, $100, which I don't have, to to get a new ignition switch for it. And uh, so today I just said, you know, I've gone through all my pants pockets and I just have a feeling it's here, but where? And I said, finder angels, where are those, where is that key? And instantly it popped into my head that I had left a pair of shorts sitting on the kitchen table where Skizet had her sewing machine set up. And I walked over and I picked up the pants and the key fell out of the pocket on the floor. Okay, so you, you can call on uh, these angelic beings and get help. And so I said, I said, finder angels, help me to figure out what's killing me, this biological warfare uh, that's been put in my house through bugs, the German and the American cockroach. And so I walk over to my filing cabinet where I'd saved about a two-foot stack of folders and files from an old friend, fellow researcher from years ago that left me everything she had when she died. So I took all of her books and all of her files and how pops this one document on castor oil. Well, castor oil, it turns out, is called Palma Christi. 
which is uh, the hand of Christ. And so I start reading about this, and it talks about some kind of a connection with Jesus through castor oil. And I'm like, well, okay. And so then I go on in the information, and it shows of all these, like, 20,000 readings uh, that Edgar Cayce did um, in, in the times that he was able to connect with divine guidance and give information to help people with health problems, uh, how many times he recommended using castor oil in different ways. And so I bought a bottle of organic castor oil, and I took two tablespoons of it, and and I I felt like I was standing next to Jesus. Uh, um, I'm not, you know, of any religion or anything. I'm pretty sad that, that religions have some people behind them that are not doing what's really in the highest good and empowering people with with our God-given rights and and love. But anyway, um, I'll I'll just share this, that that feeling that I felt I've never felt before. And if there's, I'm just going to say this, okay? I have a feeling that these angelic ones, which are the representatives of love, are waiting for humanity to show that it values the human experience and it values love and and be willing to stand up and do what's right and good and filled with value and purpose. And then they will come in and intervene and, and do things that we wouldn't be able to do to stop this war. So... Uh, you know, sorry, I'm taking so many words. My brain's messed up too. Uh, for anybody who would like to know more about the history of uh, things that are not from this planet that have brought us technology, uh, if you feel closed-minded about it, just you know, stop and consider that we did not come from <clears throat> covered wagons and dirt roads with a hot potato to warm your hands in your pocket. Uh, to nanotechnology that's turned us into two-way radios. Our skin has become frequency-responsive antennas from quantum dots, smart dust, and other nanotechnology, and it looks like this fungus called sporotrichosis, which I've done some research on. Um, If you go over to Lookout as in F.A., Charlie, with an I.E. at the end, on YouTube, uh, or go to our forum, um, which if you go to the citizensaht.org website, uh, you'll see a button there. You hit it, it says forum, and I posted everything there under general discussion uh, for lookout for Charlie's protocol to get this fungus off of you. And a lot of us have reported that our skin doesn't look normal, and he's showing actual pictures of this stuff peeling off of his skin. And for anybody who hasn't heard this, uh, people that are following this protocol to get this stuff off their skin and out of their bodies are not being targeted anymore. And apparently he's used detection equipment to show uh, that the intensity of the targeting is no different 
than when he was being viciously attacked. But he's not getting the effects because he's not being an antenna. So uh, for what I do know about this at, at this point and common sense, what it's telling me is that this fungus is making a coating that is acting like a glue for, for all of the nanotechnology that's being used. So, you know, just to spell it out on the table in black and white, I see that something not from here is setting up to, to turn the human race against itself and the importance of uh, our bodies take heavy metals and they create biofilm and designer disease bio-warfare agents hide in those and the immune system can't get at them and don't recognize them. They can even turn the immune system against the person, which is something I've been through for 26 years and just done extensive research to to get out of it and, and used a frequency generator rife machine to kill a lot of what they put in me. <clears throat> so... Uh, it, I just can't stress the importance of using the ion detox foot bath to get the heavy metals <clears throat> out of your body or using split cell chlorella and following the sporotrichosis uh, protocol to get rid of this fungus. And, uh, you know, I recommend that you do go over to look out Fut Charlie on YouTube and uh check out his videos. He doesn't rattle on or anything. He's pretty to the point. And he has some some unique and interesting things that that he's sharing that are, you know, empowering observations. So uh, the more people that can monitor the things that he's doing and do these protocols to get this stuff off of you and out of you, and do cleanses that will purge some of this micro-technology because uh, what I'm seeing is that when we accumulate enough of this frequency-responsive stuff and they're able to project frequencies from HARP, satellite, Gwen Towers, regular cell towers, and now thanks to 5G, uh, smartphones are all the equivalent of a cell tower now. And, you know, anyway, all this wireless technology, Wi-Fi, Zigbee, Bluetooth, uh, all of this stuff has everybody hooked up. And they've been influencing people to buy certain products, to vote a certain way. We've been manipulated way more than we knew. And, you know, for those who do understand the importance of what I'm saying to purge our bodies and and share in this walk that we have to go down because it's not easy doing all these things in a protocol to get this stuff out of your body. Um, and like I said, I'm putting together a protocol and I'll do a little write-up on each, uh, each particular product and what it does and what brands were found to be better. So share on that information. For those who purge this stuff out of their body, they may be the few that could get away from the cities and still have a mind of their own. But but we're in a battle. And I know people don't want to talk about some of this stuff, but but I really can't hold back anymore. I think we have to take a look 
at, at what's happening and what the motives are. And and as I said earlier, we have to fight for the beauty of the human experience and the beauty of our planet. And there will be some kind of a, a, an angelic intervention that will step in uh, and do the things that we wouldn't be capable of doing to stop it. Uh, for for those who may not know, there's a book called Archangels of Dreamland. This old guy stopped by to look at my old Chevy Nova one day, and he said, you know, I'm your neighbor, and I used to build carburetors for race cars in the 60s, and so I thought I'd stop and say hi. And uh, so I had a couple old carburetors in my garage, and he saw those, and he goes, what are you going to do with those? And I said, well, I just want one good working one and I don't really like rebuilding them it's, so it's you know last on my list uh, and he said will you give me both of those and I'll bring you back one that I made for race cars and so this guy's in his 80s he can hardly see anymore and you know he told me that and a year later he came back to my house handed me this brand new looking race car carburetor and he handed me this book because I had told him that I was targeted, uh, and it's called Archangels of Dreamland. Dreamland is Area 51. The author of this book was tormented in dreams to write this story, and it's about uh, archangels that are here in human bodies, um, and they end up going to Area 51 and stopping what's basically... Uh, the devil has jumped into this supercomputer and taken over the human race. So, you know, if any of what I say uh, resonates with you and, and you think it's important, I do have visions and, and dreams. And we're in a very serious fight, and we have to get all of everything we can possibly get out of our bodies to, to not be hooked up to this network because if you know, I think at this point it's a matter of how many casualties are there going to be before you know something divine really happens. But it is—it's a matter of humanity having to come together at this point as much as it possibly can and unite. So passing out information, um, as I've said before, you know, if you're if you're really being targeted too hard and it's life-threatening, don't go pass out flyers and, and stuff like that. Uh, you have to regulate how much you can handle. But um, getting more people to come to realize what is happening in these times uh, does matter. More people are hearing about truthful things. Uh, Karen Stewart, who's an ex-NSA person hired a, a private investigator, for those who may not know this, and the private investigator found out that Lockheed Martin has a department that does organized stalking and electronic weaponry in 47 out of 50 states. So for, for information to be spread around to everybody, for taxpayers to realize that this defense industry um, has been hurting and killing people, that it was realized after World War II 
that it was economically more profitable to stay home and hurt your own people than it was to drag all your stuff over to another country and have a war. So this has turned into a giant business. The billions and billions of dollars that the taxpayers have been putting out in the last 50 years, uh, a very large portion of it has gone to a defense budget and organized crime has infiltrated every agency uh, to the point that it's become obvious that what an agency is supposed to be doing for for the American people, that they're actually doing the opposite. So uh, if you have any input or comments or, or anything about the things I'm talking about here, uh, hit star 8 on your phone. Feel free to interact. For those who might want to take a little bit of a look about some of this not-from-here kind of stuff that's going on, definitely go to newsinsideout.com. Alfred Lambermont Weber, I, I think he has, you know, like at least 10 years of interviews of quite a variety of things uh, that have been going on in our world. So the truth is coming out, and, and if you're not too much in harm's way, you know, printing some brochures off of the, the citizensaht.org website, uh, talking with people, perhaps helping to design some some T-shirts that would, you know, cause people to ask you, what does that T-shirt mean? Then those that are inquisitive, you would be able to say, you know, we're targeted, we've been blacklisted, we, we can't get help from medical facilities, uh, you know, we're tormented in so many ways, and we're being tortured, and some of it's through the smart grid network. Um, do your part in this, okay. and and take care of your bodies and your mind and, and everything that you can as much as you possibly can. Neil? Yes. Hi, this is Mary in Michigan. Okay. I want to tell you... There is a, uh, in USA Today, this was at May 5th, says there's a deadly superbug fungus. It is hard to spot and harder to kill. It's slowly infiltrating U.S. hospitals, healthcare experts. This is from the CDC. Okay, the name is Candida auris. Yeah, Candida aureus. Now, now the Candida aureus, uh, when you're using a Rife machine, you can go over to electroherbalism.com and you can get a list of diseases and parasites from A to Z. Uh, of There's a mathematical formula to figure out the DNA of all these pathogens, and then you run a frequency or a set of frequencies. Yeah, I know that. That, that kills says, them. Well, this is what the name of it. That's why I wanted to tell you because of what you're doing, and it enters the bloodstream and spreads throughout the body and causes a variety of infection. That's uh, right. There's more than 60 cases have been identified in the U.S. Um, it, uh, they, they're putting the hospitals on alert 
for this relatively new fungus, it said, and it can be passed between people or through the environment from such things as hospital equipment. I want to tell you about this in case you can run it for yourself. There's another bit of very important information. I signed up for Facebook and happened to be going on Facebook and looking at different websites and seeing what uh, Derek has to say. And Roseanne posted this, and I went on it. This is called, it's direct energy bioeffects research done by the U.S. Air Force, one of the largest developers and users of RF, radio frequency, and high-power microwave emitting devices in the world. At the forefront of research on the biological effects of RF and HPM radiation for more than 30 years. Research identified benefits, the risk, and the capabilities for a wide range of military uh, RF and HPM radiation systems. Now, they conduct studies, proteomic, which is on all your proteins, which your cells are made of proteins, the genomic and metabolic that identify critical biochemical or molecular changes following exposure to direct energy prior to or during mission operations that assist in the prediction of health degradation. The contracts, the contractor will use human subjects in research studies under this effort. There, yeah. the Air Force has concentrated blasts of radio frequency waves and high power microwaves manipulate our proteins, the DNA metabolites. The research is to comply with the DOD procedures. Award for a $49 million contract test in San Antonio expected to last seven years. And this, this information was in 2013. Okay, there was more information. Studies could lead to exotic new energy weapons. The weapons they're testing are direct energy weapons, riot control agents. Now, this is interesting. I never heard it. Broadband light. And I looked that up, and that is a light, fast light pulsing laser. The acoustic sound and blunt impact material. If these weapons are developed, by another nation and used on American Air Force wants to know what kind of unusual health effects its troops might encounter and identify critical biochemical or molecular changes. The Air Force used the heat ray or the sound blaster, the pain ray, 
burn us with millimeter waves to use like we step into an oven. Yeah. Now, uh, it was in also the paper where I think now um, it was Verizon bought a small company that had very critical parts of the spectrum that were high millimeter waves. Now, what do you think of this? This right here tells us what the hell is going on. Well, it, it does. I mean, and, you know, the only reason I brought up the whole rice machine thing is, uh, you know, well, let's see, about 17 years of using rice machines to get rid of Lyme disease and finding out that the the original Candida albicans uh, being a fungus was actually creating an environment in a person's body to allow other parasites to be able to thrive there. And and then so uh, when when something is genetically altered, uh, when you're using a rife machine, which is like an opera singer singing a note that breaks a glass, when you match the resonant frequency of a pathogen, it blows up. So you can kill stuff this way. The problem is that when they alter things, uh, then somebody has to do the mathematical formula on the DNA uh, to be able to get the frequencies of things that are altered. Um, Have you done this, Candida Auris, on yourself? Or is this new, I'm telling you? Yeah, I mean, I've got a variety of Candida strains. I'll have to look it up in my book and see if if Auris is, is in there. Um, and, you know, it, it becomes, when you're running a Rife machine, if you're matching the frequencies of some kind of infection in your body, then all of a sudden you feel hot and you feel sick, maybe nauseated, and you just generally feel bad. Uh, so in having to do deeper research because of uh, Lookout for Charlie showing what he's found about sporotrichosis, uh, which apparently a friend, TI friend that was close to him, died from sporotrichosis in his brain. So this is serious. And uh, the other thing is that um, information I saw in some other articles is showing that some of the things that are sitting dormant in people's body, like Epstein-Barr virus, um, if a person has a major trauma in their life or a car wreck or something like that, what was sitting there dormant and not doing anything because their immune system kept it in check, all, this all of a sudden starts to take off. Well, the further information about using RF is showing that they're actually broadcasting frequencies to bring things that were dormant to life in our bodies. So, I mean, what you're saying is is really barking up the, the same tree. It's it's relevant. We have got to work hard to get everything we can get out of our bodies because uh, they're, they're out to get rid of 90% of the population. No question about it. Well, so if I look this up and supposedly we have like 92,000 some hundred proteins and protein is the very, it, it kind of, I'm looking at, Basically, what happened to me is um, like the protein, uh, 
Each protein can be chemically modified in different ways after synthesis. And we're talking, it said, 92,179 proteins we have. Uh, proteins represent the actual functional mo molecules in the cell. When mutation occurs in DNA, it is the proteins that are ultimately affected. Mm -hmm. Now, well, I lost, and, and then I looked, and I, I'm thinking, I went from 145 to 87 pounds muscle-wasting protein. Yep, me too. Some high-power microwave. Me too, the same thing. And as somebody's pointing out in the chat room, that stress is the trigger, and so... Uh, when they're doing things to people, it's stressing them out physically, mentally, and emotionally, and that has an effect on your immune system. And oh, absolutely. And your cortisol and your adrenals go. That's right. All of us, as far as I know, there's Linda and Ella, and a lot of people, they are just blasting us. I eat maybe one meal a day here, and then I snack at night, and every night they're liquefying my bowels. So what I'm eating during the day, I don't think I'm even getting the, nu the nutrition from it. They're liquefying my bowels every freaking night is what they're doing to me. Yeah, well, And laser and everything else, that's how hard they're hitting me. But I'm 76 years old. I will fight to the end, you know. Give them a run for their money, and if I die, well, I will see them. I'll say hi to them in, in hell when I'm in heaven. They yeah. will burn for eternity. I may burn for a short time, but those fuckers are going to burn for eternity. <laughs> I hear you. Well put. Okay. I mean, uh, thanks for sharing all that because it, it just really amplifies the things I'm saying about doing everything we can do to take care of ourselves and... You know, I mean, if I had my way, we would have a chemical and a biological department in Citizens Against Harmful Technology, but it's like pulling teeth to get any of the professionally trained people uh, to put a little bit of energy into these problems that we're talking about, uh, let alone, you know, electronic engineers. There, There's not just a bunch of them stepping forward and saying, you know, yeah, we'll help to put a department together and and deal with some of these things like the, the patents that show using a bar magnet and spinning that magnet, the effects that you can get to uh, make somebody poop all over themselves or pee or... Yeah, they've never done that. Still doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, now, you tell me. From what I read, now this is what the Air Force, military, and according to the DOD procedure, how the fuck do you fight that? And you know what's ironic? My niece works for Lockheed Martin, and she flies all over the world doing the defense contractor. She's been to Hawaii twice this year, to Germany she goes to all to, to the Pentagon. I've seen on the uh, like 
650-some million dollars in defense Lockheed Martin gets. Yeah, so... so now, I mean, the, it, more, the more exotic weapons they make, if these weapons don't work against... Uh, like, if they find out all the information about the weapons they have now... Okay, Lockheed Martin can make more weapons, more exotic weapons for the, for the Army. My question is, why is 80% women? Because to me, the Air Force and the Army would be 95% men. Mm-hmm. Why are they doing this to women? The only thing I can think of is I had heavy-duty lead poisoning. Lead, lead and chemicals in a woman's body longer because they have more fat. That's the research. Really? Yep. Yep. They stay in the fat you're, cell. You're right. You're right. So I'm, I think you're probably, I mean, that would make total sense. Where yep, do you get the, yes, yeah. And may I ask you something real, real, real quick? What did you call them? I love what you called them. I'm not sure I heard it right. Say that again, Linda. Hon, you said that you said they were bum fuckers. Did you say that? I I, I enjoyed hearing whatever you called them. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, I thought I that had that had some oomph behind it. This is Mary, right? Right, Linda. Oh, yeah, I and I, I was going to call you and tell you about this. I've been trying to. I was on the call for three days. Uh, yeah. Trying to tell people this information, and I would stand by uh, a dresser that I have in the apartment. And every time I opened the book and was ready, they would hit my bowels where I had diarrhea and had to go to the bathroom. That's why yeah. that's how they didn't want this shit out. Now another yeah. thing I wanted to ask you, Linda, do you smoke? Uh, some. Yeah, I, I stopped for many years, and I started again, oddly enough, after my husband died of lung cancer. And then um, I stopped, and I started again some, but not much, maybe five a day. Okay, I want to tell you, I quit last November because I wound up with uh, uh, pneumonia and blood clots, which they caused, okay, yeah. by this yeah. research, I, they caused a lung fibrositis. Okay, now... This is what I want you to pay attention because maybe I uh, I have one uh, one cigarette a week, okay? okay. When, when my daughter comes and I went outside and I noticed through the years this is what they're doing. They will hit tip of your cigarette where it's burning and put something in it. Yeah. I want you to pay attention to the end of your cigarette where it's burning. If it looks funny. Because yeah. or, or brown or whatever, just pay attention because that's where I believe they got me sick a lot. They did this here to me that Saturday that I came in, I was perfectly fine. And I went outside and had a, a cigarette with my daughter. And I came back in and my nose ran for eight freaking hours. And I was coughing and sicker than hell. Yeah. Just like that. That's happened to and me, was too. The end, was the huh? end kind of like, was the end sort of fluffy or something, or did it, I notice sometimes I'll light a cigarette and it'll just be all kind of, 
it'll like it'll like spark and kind of throw things out. I figure something's in there in the end of it. That's interesting that you're mentioning that, Mary. Well, you I know? wanted to tell you that because thank you. When I was living with my daughters, I was watching that happen too. Like maybe they're beaming something in the end of that cigarette. Like they want. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't burn evenly, and. Yeah, I looked at one the other day, and had, it, it had brown spots on it. So I said to my daughter, I can't smoke anymore of this. And I only had taken uh, two puffs from it, and I never have inhaled real hard. It's just like I <gasps> right out. I've been more of right. a nervous smoker than a real deep one. But pay attention, because when you said you were sick, all of a sudden I thought, you know, i got to ask her this question to to see whether... Pay attention. That's all. Thank you. Thank you. I think it might be something that they. I, I went. I went on Nutrisystem. I decided I got to lose weight. Went on Nutrisystem, but that gets delivered, and the package looked like it had kind of been maybe opened or something. And okay. I started. I started getting sick right after that got delivered. So I don't know. All I know is I'm just going to go back to regular market food. You know, um, uh-huh. and who knows. Who knows what they put in packages that get delivered to us? We don't know. Well, I mean, I'm like you. I've got yellow shit all over my bathroom, all over my apartment, all over. I took the vinegar and water and took some of it off and turned around and put it back on. Yes, they do. I feel it right back on the same place. Yeah. Yeah, on my clothes, and they're spraying me with everything I cannot. I'm 76 years old. I got chronic fatigue from heavy-duty lead poisoning. And what the hell am I supposed to do? Like I say, if I die, I will see them fuckers in hell. Exactly. I have to point this out that uh, TalkShoe is now monitoring calls, and they're following Google's code of ethics, and so we have to refrain from using the F word. I don't I don't blame <laughs> you at all for saying what you're saying and you know yeah. I'm I'm a mechanic and a, a house builder and I've certainly used the F word when I smash my thumb with a hammer or bust my knuckle on a you know, turning a wrench or something, so it it doesn't bother me, but some people on the calls could be offended by that. I uh, realize that, but I, I realize that sometimes my anger. You try to be uh, not react. Oh, believe me, Mary, I'm I'm with you a hundred percent. I'm just I have to as like a moderator. I just have to tell people that we're we're not supposed to use those words, and uh, I'm okay. sure. <laughs> well, when you have to walk around with a lot of toilet paper up your ass and up your oh, vagina. Huh. So you do not shit your pants or pee your pants out in public. And I'm 76-year-old great-grandmother. I think I can use that. F-word. Well, F-bomb word. Believe me, I, I don't have any blame towards you at all. I'm just doing what I have to do as a moderator so that we keep our call going okay. Well, so. probably, and the... Uh, uh, the uh, whatever there is no word for them people who are doing this. There's, I I can't think of a word to even Me call. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think even, but I will see them 
they can burn in hell forever. They may burn me for four, three, four, five years. That's fine. But they will burn forever in hell. Yeah, they will. And that, that's what keeps me going. Well, somebody uh, who, like I said, spent $20,000 on MRIs and uh, went to Melinda Kidder and to Staninger and found all these implants in her and her daughter, ran for her life, just has been through hell. Uh, she handed me a flash drive with a, a 400 and some page book, something about the bicausal universe. Uh, I, I've been too busy to even take a look at it, but she said this may be the most important, empowering thing you ever read. So uh, anybody who might have time to do some reading and consider getting to uh, a, an understanding of of the real keys to this universe, uh, I have a strong feeling that that information is going to be in this book. So. If you're interested and you have time to read, uh, just send me an email to electricrose22 at Yahoo. And What's put, the name of the book? Um, I'll have to pull it up on my computer, but it's something about the uh, bicausal universe. And, and the reason that this comes up to me is uh, it, it appears that the unwritten universal law is cause and effect that what you put out, you do get back. So when we say heaven or hell, uh, you know, in spiritual evolution, what you put out is what you get back. It's not even so much a punishment as it is to have the experience. So somebody who steals from people ends up having something they really valued stolen from them. And the whole evolutionary process is that they'll get to feel what that feels like, and they'll make a decision with their mind and free will to not be a thief anymore. And and so when people say heaven and hell, uh, we might consider this unwritten law that the the hell that they will experience will be their own custom hell designed to give them back all of the things that they gave. And well, there so, is a written word for that. What comes around goes around. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, karma. Karma's good. That's right. And what was the name of that book you said again? Uh, I'll, I'll have to pull it up. It said something about bicausal universe. I'm I'm on my laptop, which uh, I just bought a few months ago. So I've got to learn how to use these files because it's running Windows 10. Um, let's see if I can find it here, and I'll get the name of it in books. And you can download it, or it's on... Um... No, she gave it to me on a flash drive, so I don't know if there's going to be a link for it. Let's see. Okay, here it is. It's called... Life in a bicausal universe, and she it's you know the way I put the analogy is that for us to really have our god given rights is to understand how to manipulate the the silly putty of the universe into the shapes and things that we choose to create, and so having a mind and a free will 
and normal people having a heart and a conscience too, that we learn things. It's, you know, God's not sitting there with a bullwhip saying, I'm going to beat you if you're a bad kid or anything like that. It's more like, you know, go out and experience life, learn from it and grow. Because, no, uh, the good Lord gave those people, even those contractors that are doing this to us, he gave them a choice. That's right. You have a free will on how to act. And if their free will is to torture, that's their problem. They will pay for that. It's oh. their choice. Well, they will pay, but, I mean, the the point, you know, put it this way, um, this is my opinion and a feeling I've had. What what if you created a pretty much perfect world and you put people in there to experience the beauty that you created? What what if you were originally made as whole and complete and perfect as your creator and we were given this playground to play in? And what if we threw it out of balance because we didn't have experience, which gave us wisdom, which gave us grace, then what would you do if you were a creator and you didn't want to take away the mind and the free will, but you would give people a heart and a conscience? And so when when you filter a thought comes into your mind, when you run it through your reasoning and your brain and your mind... Uh, and then you filter it through a heart and a conscience, then your heart and conscience is supposed to come in, which it does in a lot, most people, um, that you filter saying, well, if I were to do this, it would hurt somebody else. So it wouldn't be worth it for me to do something that would cause somebody else suffering. So what if our souls are actually recording all the memory of the lives that we're living and we will take this knowledge with us, which gives us wisdom to realize the value of a few rules that really matter? I mean, what are we taught here? We're taught uh, in an ever-changing world how to do things that create balance. And how important that balance is because how awful it is when we throw it off. So, you know, I just see us as being in a learning process, uh, not as punishment so much, but but I also see a division of souls happening that uh, those who didn't use their heart and their conscience are going to find themselves in a custom-made world getting back everything that they put out. And and those that just had this, you know, instilled in them that the these few rules are so important and that we live by those. These are people that are using their heart and conscience. We're, we're in a time right now where uh, there's more people on the planet not using their heart and conscience than probably ever before. And, and the whole design is uh, is definitely to ruin the human race and and turn the human race against itself. This is what I well, see. What was this? Uh, the life and uh, by, uh, by what? It's uh, life in a bicausal universe. 
Out, out, bicausal, H-A-U-S-A-L? Bicausal, like B-I-C-A-U-S-A-L. B-I-C-A-U-S-A-L. S-A-L. So, so bicausal, you know, just from the title there, uh, tells me exactly what you're saying. What goes around comes around. So, uh, in the polarity of good and evil, to use those words as a contrast, the bicausal is, you know, if you're out there caring about your neighbor and friends and family and the world and and all that, that uh, you're basically running up a bank account of caring. And then when you find yourself needing or wanting something in your life and you focus your thoughts towards creating what it is that you choose to make happen, uh, that if you have a bank account of a lot of living within the rules, uh, then that's what you're going to get back. You're, you're going to get back what you gave. And if you have a bank account full of uh, awful stuff like what the defense industry has done, uh, then that's what you're going to get back. And what I see is that this has been allowed to happen and will be allowed to happen for a period of time uh, before you know things that are way more powerful than any of us here are going to step in and, and set things right. Like I say, with all these powerful, exotic, uh, look at the weapons we have now, may just blow this world wide open. Who knows? Anyway, I'll let you go and let somebody else talk. I wanted to yeah. tell you about that dust fungus because I know you were dealing with it. And hopefully I, I might give you some good information, okay? Thank you. And uh, happy Mother's Day to everybody on the call. And talk to you later. Same right. to you, Mary. Yeah, thanks for Mary, you're a wonderful lady. I just want to say that. Mary, I just think the world of you. You love to tell people things that will help them, and you're you're just a delight. I just needed to say that. Well, I listen to a lot of people on the call that are uh, yeah. um, very inspiring. So uh, there's a lot of people on this call that... Um, like I say, inspire me. So if I have a bit of pertinent information that will help people, then I will give it. Thank you, Linda. And you're very inspiring, too. You take care of yourself. Thank you. you Bye now. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I'm looking at this book on, you know, the first couple pages, and it's uh, A.R. Borden, B-O-R-D-O-N is the author, and it says, Ultimate Thought, Life in a Bicausal Universe. All of creation is idiomaterial thought matter. Life is organized by over-functions, and the universe is one of seven super domains. So this is really heavy stuff. And then it's showing a couple other things that he wrote, uh, and this says, The Coming longevitality of the earth human Toby biomind the pseudo immortal sono bioelectronic long life of a vacuum fed human complex oscillating 
biological entities, body and mind. <laughs> so this is like pretty off the deep end, really heavy stuff. But uh, I'd say the theme is very much around the core of, you know, the silly putty of the universe uh, to actually understand quantum physics and, and be able to to manipulate things to go in a better way. So, you know, the, the truth is if if 12% of the population is all that it ever took to make a good, significant change, then those that are really in tune with God-given rights, empowering knowledge, uh, just by their thoughts, are able to manipulate outcomes. And uh, this seems to be what the core of this whole battle is. They're trying to hold people back and not give them this God-given right, empowering knowledge, uh, but just the fact that there is good people here uh, is obviously an irritant to them because they're trying to implement their force and control and, and steal our world and turn us into a bunch of completely controllable slaves to serve their selfish desire. Pretty heavy stuff here, so anyway, if anybody's interested in taking a look at this book, uh, just write me at electricrose22 at Yahoo. I'm kind of busy with too many other things right now uh, to have time to read this. And the author is A.R. Borden, B-O-R-D-O-N. So if you're into quantum physics, I have a feeling this is uh, barking right up that tree. And uh, let's see, I'd like to mention that one of the R&D people in the technical committee from FFCHS days uh, told me to tell anybody who has V2K to tune their FM radio to 100. So uh, any of you that are being bothered uh, by the whole voice-to-skull problem, uh, give it a try, turn up the volume, uh, aim the antenna at spots on your body and your head, you know, just kind of experiment around and let us know if you're getting any kind of benefit. And uh, another thing that we we have the second prototype built and we're testing out now is a fully programmable frequency generator. And uh, because of all my research to get rid of Lyme disease and save my life and studying frequencies and then finding out that it was very relative to uh, the frequency warfare that's being used on us, I was able to find a list of therapeutic frequencies that have quite a variety of positive effects. And so in the process of us putting this frequency generator together, which is small enough to... Uh, put inside of a pack of cigarettes. It has a little clip on it. You clip it on your shoulder. Um, we've had to play with the levels of intensity of the frequency because we don't want to expose people to any more electromagnetic things that would be harmful. Uh, we've actually come up with a design and programmed frequencies in for a variety of desired effects. And because the first frequency generator that we put together 
um, wasn't powerful enough to make a difference in effects, you know, that if a person was feeling apathy or anger or rage, you know, I'm sure probably most people on the call could say they've woke up, uh, you know, from a night's sleep or whatever sleep that they could get and just felt a kind of a feeling of hopelessness just over them and and it takes you a few hours to pull yourself out of it. So uh, we've ended up turning up the power level on this frequency generator, um, and we're using mu metal as a shield on the back side of it that faces the body. Uh, so the idea is to create a field around yourself, and uh, it, it has a rechargeable battery built inside of it. The whole thing is sealed up. The lights that uh, tell you that it's on um, actually shine through the cover, so everything's all recessed and you know well protected. And anyway, you you plug a mini USB cable into your computer and then into the unit while it's off, and that's how you charge the thing up. And it has a night mode and a day mode. So uh, those people who would be interested in uh, checking this out, they're, they're probably going to be somewhere between $100 and $125. Uh, if you're in a position to be able to do some test runs, you know, since we're just testing the first ones, I don't have everything dialed in on price or all that, or if we can build some prototypes but I'd be very interested in those that are suffering from sleep deprivation uh, to be able to use this and report back uh, what their findings were if it helped them to get into sleep and you know have deep sleep and everything. So we're actually using frequencies to put you in the different uh, sleep states deeper than we're being allowed to uh, because they're using frequencies against us to stop the deeper sleep that, that actually, you know, regenerates cells in your body. So, uh, again, write me at electricrose22 at Yahoo if you're dealing with sleep deprivation, and we'll see if we can uh, send a few prototype units out uh, to get the reports back and and if it proves out to be doing enough good, then, you know, we'll, we'll do what we can do to make them available. And also another thing while I'm thinking about it, uh, there's a product called Cell Food. And it it's an oxygenating uh, kind of a, a liquid that you get, and you put eight drops in an eight-ounce glass of water. And there, there's quite a bit of science behind it. It's been around for, you know, a few decades at least. And so what I'm seeing under a microscope on a cellular level, we're being affected. So, I mean, as I was going through this, this thing over these palmetto bugs and German cockroaches and, and their poop pretty much giving me the symptoms of asthma, uh, Derek has a, a radionics device that he's learning to use, which is uh, very powerful and very capable of of doing things from a distance to help people, which radionics does. Um, and so I called him and I said, I feel like I'm dying. 
and I said, would you, you know, put my name and birth date into the your machine there and tell me what you get? And he, he called me back and he said, what I got is that you have some kind of a fungus and that you're suffocating. So I ended up finding apparently what is a newer pathogen that's just been discovered not long ago uh, called Lophomonas. Um, can't even think of the last name. I got so many names in my head. It's Lophomonas blatarum. And so they call it lophomoniasis, and it causes these suffocating effects, and it's in cockroaches. So I started not not only using the things on Lookout for Charlie's Protocol, but I bought some cell food because I'd remembered using it before, and basically in suffocating, I wasn't getting enough oxygen to my cells, and it was making me dizzy. And I'm noticing that using it, uh, the dizziness has stopped. And apparently there was only one antibiotic that did help some people that ended up with this infection. So I'm researching it more. Uh, there's a place that I go called dnafrequencies.com where I buy sets of frequencies for a Rife machine from a lady who does these mathematical formulas. And so I contacted her, and she said, uh, I can't get enough DNA information on it yet to, to put together a frequency list for you. I'm sorry. So anyway, just ongoing things, and um, I guess a little bit later on, if other people have something they want to share, I'll, I'll read through the things that I've been writing down in a health protocol for things that we're dealing with in these times. And as Mary pointed out, the, the over-excretion of cortisol, uh, a real problem. They tried to kill me in 1992, and it turned out to be adrenal exhaustion. And so by causing to, to stimulate the adrenals with frequencies, causing severe anxiety, causing my heart to race so much that it felt like a tired, fatigued, aching muscle, and I pretty much thought I was going to die. Uh, and I met somebody who was able to use contact reflex analysis to test me, and he said, he said, you have adrenal exhaustion. And so he gave me a product called Drenamin, which is D-R-E-N-A-M as in Mary, I-N. It's made by Standard Process Labs. It's uh, organically raised cows, and then they they actually freeze-dry the organ uh, that the person is having a deficiency in. And so, you know, he told me about this, and I got a bottle of it right away. I mean, I was going to die. And he said, you're going to feel a whole lot better, like in 20 minutes, and when you do, don't get excited and go build a house or anything. You're going to have to baby yourself to nurture yourself back. Uh, so the symptoms I was experiencing, which uh, some of was definitely microwave-related, was my heart racing just so fast, anxiety, uh, mood swings, uh, being able to just cry at the drop of a hat over, you know, things that I wouldn't normally be so emotionally sensitive, 
uh, and just just deep, I mean, cellular level exhaustion. So, uh, you know, I can't sit here and tell people I know what's going on in their body, but if you think that you're experiencing adrenal exhaustion uh, and you could get some kind of a test done to show if that's happening, all I can say is that the adrenaline uh, saved my life. And it's it's pretty strong product. So as I was warned, you know, if you if you're having adrenal exhaustion, one thing that you can do to to see if you react well is get some of that panda, like panda bear, black licorice. It's it's all natural black licorice, and uh, it supplements your adrenal glands. Uh, adrenal exhaustion is life threatening. So. Thank you for. T- Am I muted? I'm muted. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. But good. Thank you for telling us. But I've been feeling a very exhausted lately, and unusually so, which is not like me. You know, um, of course, I've been pretty sick too, so that has something to do with it. But it is, I've heard of this. It's cell food. What's the name of that? It is cell food. I've heard of this before. Yeah, it's cell food. It comes in like a little one ounce bottle. Um, yeah. It was about twenty okay. bucks on Amazon, and okay. so and it's called cell food. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's actually it's, it's oxygenating cells on a cellular level. So, uh, you know, I mean, I, I reached a point that I'm using food grade peroxide mm-hmm. and magnesium oil, um, and even silver, which I hate to put in my body, but it's become so life threatening to kill pathogens. Uh, using when I say sweet cash, you say bitch. We say bitch. We say bitch. Okay, you're done, West Coast Angel. Don't oh wow! You, don't let your bad, bad karma slap you in the butt. Ah, oh, wow. Um. Okay, it says uh, Mimi's Miracle Cell Food Oxygen Supplement in this little bottle. Um, powerful cell food oxygen drops alternate twenty three bucks. Just yeah, is that what it was? It also helps the electrolytes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I'll grab the bottle and uh, confirm that that that's true. Thank you. Yeah, it's and it, it's it's working on a cellular level. So uh, I'm using a nebulizer to vaporize food grade peroxide. Uh, you use distilled water. Uh, and then about 12 drops of 3% food-grade peroxide. And I find that to be very comforting uh, just for the, the just to put the information out there. I'm definitely playing guinea pig because I'm aware that there are bacterias that thrive in oxygen and there are bacterias that die in oxygen. So um, what's called aerobic and anaerobic bacteria um, using food-grade peroxide. People were going to a doctor uh, in the circle of people I knew with Lyme disease that was injecting food-grade peroxide into their bloodstream, and it was causing them to feel better for a while. Uh, Because these bio-warfare cocktails are 
so custom designed and nasty, uh, there are things that you can do that might help you with one particular pathogen but cause others to thrive. So, so it's a real risk. Um, magnesium deficiency is giant for us. Yes. Yes. And, and as Alice was pointing out, uh, the, the whole synergy of using calcium, magnesium, and zinc is important, uh, like other trace minerals. <clears throat> so uh, just for general knowledge, for those who might not know, don't be using any kind of calcium that says calcium carbonate. The stuff is non-water soluble and it's rocks. You need to be using uh, calcium citrate, uh, other sources, but with nothing with calcium carbonate. It, it ends up clogging up uh, around your joints and stuff, and it's it's not uh, beneficial calcium. And there's also a problem with something that's happening on a cellular level uh, in our brain cells that calcium is leaking out. So apparently that creates some kind of a toxic situation. So again, I'm, I'm not recommending anything. We're all kind of in, in a guinea pig state to find out as much as we can with, you know, whatever tests we can manage to get run which uh, for those who don't know about muscle testing, it's, it's called originally contact reflex analysis. Uh, there's a, you can go to chiropractors that know how to do it. I would probably trust that process more than you know, sending body fluids off to a lab. Uh, the labs have been taking the extra blood and selling our blood without our permission out the back door for decades. So I don't trust them. I will not give anybody my blood. Uh, they probably also created a DNA database in the process of, of what's happening. But in the syndicate document, it clearly states that uh, people would go to a doctor, have some lab tests run, and they would be misdiagnosed and told that they had cancer or or AIDS or something when they really didn't have it. So uh, the medical industry isn't trustable. Uh, a 2013 document from four Army research whistleblowers says that um, <clears throat> they're able to take over a person, any person, within five minutes. So uh, I've actually seen this, uh, this lady nurse, I, I walked into a hospital you know, probably 15 years ago, didn't know anything about TIs, but I knew I was being hit with microwave, and I said, I want a, a blood test for elevated triglycerides to prove um, microwave poisoning, radiation poisoning. And I watched this lady be taken over and turn to me very sternly and say, no, we're not giving you that test. Oh. And I, I said, fine, I'm out of here. Walked out in the lobby and the receptionist goes, well, that'll be $180. Huh. And I said, no, it won't. She didn't do anything for me. And she went, oh, and tore the pieces of paper up. <laughs> 
So uh, anyway, if you're seeing things, uh, there is actually one TI who's had this, the same doctor for 10 years, and that doctor disclosed to him that somebody did come to him and tell him not to cooperate and help this TI. So people wow. are people are being put in, in a rock in a hard place and having their licenses threatened and and things like that to where their their hands are tied. It's it, it's not in many cases probably not even the people that we're trying to get services from that are meaning to cause you any harm. They're either being <clears throat> taken over or they're being threatened. Yeah. Just something to consider. Yeah. Well, I've been to enough dentists all in a row who just did more and more and more damage, ridiculously so, that mm -hmm. um, it just made no sense, you know. I, I have no doubt that they got gotten to. Doesn't know quite how to get around that either. But I will figure it out. Yeah, it's a challenge for us, but... The war is on, and the truth is spilling out everywhere. Um, I guess Skizit finally put out her newsletter. She's been having to deal with some other stuff she's had to deal with, so it didn't come out last week. Um, but, you know, I will remind everybody that um, Frank Allen is doing the, the demonstration in Washington, D.C. I think it's, what, the 24th? So anybody who might be in a position to be able to go, um, there'll be a few speakers there and, you know, send your good thoughts their way and put some protection around them and wish them well for sticking their necks out to, to help expose what's happening. And, you know, Karen Stewart will be one of the speakers there. So definitely, you know, pick your angels around her and have her be able to get through what she's got to do because she had hired a, a private investigator that found out that Lockheed Martin has a department that tortures people in 47 out of 50 states. Yeah. Anybody wants to be unmuted to ask question or talk about a particular topic, hit star 8 on your phone and I'll unmute you. Except for West Coast Angel seems to want to play his uh, rap music. Huh. Huh. Could you see that? Could you see that coming up on your? I didn't know whatever. Hold on, dude. Yeah, yeah, I did see it. Yeah. Hey, can you make sure that um, I get the newsletter? I had sent an email uh, to Skizit. This is Beth. Yeah, I mean, if you send the email to skizit at protonmail.com, yeah. um, then she'll get it and make sure that you're on the list. And the All newsletter right. company, I mean, she actually gets a display showing that it, uh, you know, that it was sent to the people and it even shows what sections they opened up in it. So if you've hit subscribe on the website, then you should be getting it. And if you're not, write skizit at protonmail.com and, and she'll take care of that. 
That's that's her department. I'm overwhelmed with 2,850 emails right now, and there's no possible way I can keep up. And, uh, you know, I work on R&D projects as much as I can because, um, you know, the the thing that Magnus Olsen came up with is, you know, what, $2,000. And so as somebody wrote in the chat room a few months ago, you know, if you could just come up with something that's 100 bucks that does some good, uh, there'd certainly be a fair amount of people. So... Uh, th- this has been the challenge for us in R&D projects is to make something that does help with particular things that they can't get around and ends up being, you know, worth having. So, uh, again, I mean, after a lot of research, this is why uh, as far as price and things that worked well enough for particular problems we're being hit with, um, I came up with getting Linkstat from Canada from a company called CapLink and, you know, buying it in in a bulk price enough to get a bit of a discount to be able to pass it on to people. So people that are dealing with microwave, which is pretty much all of us, um, the Linkstat blocks microwave. So if you're feeling things hitting your forehead or the top of your head, or your brain stem, or your temples, where your temporal lobe is. Uh, They like to come in with microwave and heat up your temporal lobes to get their connection. And so by making a hat um, and using eight layers of Linkstat, you can see the basic instructions and how to make it over at stopabductions.com. Uh, that show you how to make a hat. He uses Velostat, which isn't as thick uh, and doesn't have as much carbon in it, so it takes 12 layers of that. I mean, it's going to take you four hours to make your hat, but um, if enough people are interested, I'm thinking what I might do is uh, have a call and then live stream it through YouTube and just show people how to make themselves a hat. So uh, anyway, price-wise, you'll see in the newsletter that it's, uh, what, $30 for for enough links that to make yourself an eight-layer hat, and 14 of that is actually going to shipping, insurance, and uh, getting a tracking number. So we're not doing this for profit. Any extra money that comes up, uh, we're testing things out all the time. But for anybody that is being hit in the head or the heart or the kidneys or the adrenals or your sex organs, if it's uh, if it's microwave-related, even your feet, you know, I, I'd like to see more people doing some experiments with uh, a variety of materials, but definitely the links that if it's microwave-related, Skizit's research um when I was running R&D calls, nobody took on implants, and so I asked her to. And she's just a great researcher, and so uh, she came up with a ton of information on implants. Uh, they use GPS implants and implants that can do other things. Uh, so somebody could come by with a, a smartphone and 
trigger an implant in your foot, or they could just send your GPS location back to this whole wireless network so that it can keep locked on to you uh, through these smartphones. <clears throat> but one thing that, that I considered was taking eight layers of LinkStat and you pull the liner out of the shoes that you're wearing, if it has a liner, and you put the eight layers of LinkStat down in your shoe and then put the liner up over the top or go buy some of those little uh, cushy gel kind of liners, you know, the Dr. Scholl's things or something that you could get at the drugstores or Walmart, uh, and you would cut your, your eight pieces to the size of your shoe on the inside there, uh, put it in your shoe, and then put one of those liner things over the top. Linkstat is conductive, so um, you don't want it to touch your body. But the the difference for anybody who's being hit in vital organs or their head of having a hat, uh, I was able to take a one by one inch by two inch microwave alarm, and I put it on the top of my head with the alarm going off, and then I set my hat with Linkstat in it on my head, and the alarm was still going off, and then I pulled the hat down so it was tighter so that it sealed around the rim of my head where, you know, the perimeter of it was, and the alarm went off. So the proof is there, and they, they sell a, a variety of different grades with different amounts of carbon in the plastic, which is like black plastic tarp material. Um, and the particular stuff that I picked was more expensive because it has more carbon in it. Uh, and so it's actually a military grade, and it's designed for radio frequency microwave. So I just put in an order uh, about a week ago, and the customer service lady I've dealt with for years said, this stuff is going so fast that we don't have any here in Canada. It's going to cost you more money to get it shipped from the Netherlands. So I just had to pay the extra money to to get five rolls. And so anybody who doesn't know about the Linkstat, um, if you're getting the newsletter or you go to the website, you can see where it says Linkstat and, and the package sizes for making yourself a hat or a two-layer vest and uh, a 12-foot piece to put under your fitted sheet in your bed and over the top of you, and and you know for for anybody who wants to make an enclosure, out of you, you can make yourself an enclosure. Um, there's a thing called a tent cot, and so it's a little tent that's up on a cot, and you know has legs that come down. It's like for quick, easy camping. By getting something like that or a grow room, which is actually a got a plastic-coated mylar all on the inside of it, for anybody who's ambitious, you could use the tent cot or the grow room thing, or you could get some PVC pipe that you could bend into an arch shape over your bed uh, and then put your layers of Linkstat and, and other things that, that you'll use to block things. 
Um, I have a, I think, 80-page mil spec. Uh, well, let's see, it's not 80 pages. It's a mid-1980s military-grade Faraday cage, and it has instructions in not only how to build it, which is, you know, double-walled steel, so we're obviously, most of us are not going to do that, but it goes into how to making ventilation systems so that the microwave doesn't leak back up through where you you have a small fan to bring in some air so you can breathe. And it also goes into an elaborate grounding system. So as I'm getting time, I'm reading that. For anybody who wants a copy of it, email me at electricrose22 at yahoo.com and just put fair days in the subject title and I'll send you a copy of that. Uh, So anyway, my point is that microwave would be like colored smoke. If you put colored smoke in where you're sleeping or you want to be protected, uh, if that smoke could leak in there, then uh, microwave will too. So getting some protection by making a, a you know pretty airtight uh, Linkstat hat or making a vest to block your your kidneys and liver and adrenals and heart and vital organs, um, it's not airtight, so it's not perfectly stopping everything, but it, it stops direct hits. Um, But for anybody who wants to go to the extreme uh, to be able to block out some of this stuff and have a place where you can at least, you know, lay down and sleep, hopefully, for eight hours, uh, there's a variety of options there for making yourself an airtight enclosure that you can sleep in and, as I said, instructions to be able to, to make yourself a ventilation system so you still get air. And and also an elaborate kind of a grounding system. So just email me if you want that book. And that's about it for that. Hey Neil. Um, yes. Thanks for doing these calls. I hope you're feeling well. Um, it's it's EMF, Linda. Hi, and um, you know that that uh, tent cot that you mentioned sounds very interesting to me. Simple, and it sounds expensive, so I, I would appreciate it if maybe you could elaborate on that and say how much it costs and what material it's made out of and where where one would fit it. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a kind of moderately stout enough canvas material, and um, we didn't shop around to test one of these, but it was, a, it was $170 on uh, Amazon. So they're they're not like super cheap, but it is well made. The thing folds up pretty quickly, so it'd be you know pretty easy to move around if you needed to change rooms because you're being hit hard because of the microwave transmitters that they've put in in particular rooms or or where Wi-Fi and smart meters, all the beam steering and all that kind of stuff that's going on. Um, you know, it gives you the option to be able to move it around. And then, of course, we are also dealing with uh, sonic-based weapons and light-based weapons. So, 
you know, people that have a significant amount of money that could afford to do better enclosures would also want to consider dealing with using acoustic panel material like what they use in recording studios and uh, also it's called doped rubber where they put carbon in rubber. Uh, so there's a material that's I think on eBay called Cobalt Tex that a, an electrical engineer TI I know told me about and he said this stuff works better than Linkstat, but uh, it's way, way more expensive. And it was like $40 for a one-foot-wide piece, you know, two or three feet long or something. So it's pretty crazy but as far as price. But, you know, information-wise, um, I do my best to get as much as I can get out there for anybody who needs help in particular kind of things that are happening to them. Because it, you know, it just makes my heart ache to to hear stories like, uh, you know, Myron May that that he had called Derek and said that his heart was hurting and they were hitting him in the head, and and I said, well, you know, why didn't somebody tell me that? We could have told him about Linkstat and gotten some to him. So and this is why it, it's important to me if anybody new comes on calls. Uh, that doesn't have some of this information, uh, the rest of you that have to tolerate me repeating myself, uh, thanks for hanging in there. But the only reason I'm doing it is, you know, because there are new people that, that are coming on the calls. Well, where so, does one get that tent spot, please? It, well, the one that we found was on Amazon.com. And you know, you, I mean, you may you may find some better deals somewhere else too. That sounds like a nice, simple, easy uh, kind of a place, you know, that one could uh, do. It's comparable to to my enclosure, you know, out of cardboard and uh, aluminum foil, and comparable somewhat to, uh, to Kyle's pop-up tent. In. Yeah, I like that grow room thing. The little, uh, the uh, um, it's where you, where you where you bring your seedlings up. I bought one used, but it's a big one now. You know, it's big, um, and I, I use it occasionally. But I'd like to try. You know, that because the Faraday, you know, I spent like six hundred bucks, man, two by twos, and I went around this huge master bed. I put two layers of aluminum on it, and it was like. Uh. It was. It wasn't even there. <laughs> it was Al. Oh, you had hey. too much real estate inside that. Uh, uh, you know, it would probably. Uh, you know, I was trying to figure out why it didn't work, and you just had too much space oh. in there. You had a whole pasture. You know, huge, huge mess of king bed. <laughs> if you no had uh, maybe a double or a hand <laughs> bed, in all likelihood, that that should absolutely it should work. Well, I agree with you. You know, I think it's. I think it may be too big, and uh, I agree with you. I'm getting ready to put that down. I mean, I was, I was going to keep adding to it, but I like the. You know, I do have a little tent thing, and it does have a little. It does have a little teeny fan you can put in it. And of course, the one I have in it burn up, but I can easily get that. And then you could easily 
you know, add. You could probably get quarter inch shit. You could get you could spend some money once, like a couple grand, a quarter inch copper, put it all, make it complete. You know, something like that size. I guarantee I'm, you do that. You're oh. gonna get some results. You could pop. You know, when I saw in the real enclosures that are you know in the tens of thousands, they're polished copper. Oh my. They're polished copper, but they have a special specific system that they use. They, I looked at some of the uh, x-ray things that they had. It was weird, you know. It was like whatever's coming in, it, 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 it breaks, it takes out 30% of it or whatever. Oh the next God. layer, the next mean... layer retracts yeah. it. So, uh, anyway, Linda, how are you doing? I haven't heard from you in eons. It's not for lack of my uh, lack of participation on these conference calls, Al. <laughs> I know it's me. You know, I just I went to California for a few days, and and and, and Neil checked this out. So I I ride a friend of this really nice car, and um, they they you know usually if you rent a nice car or whatever, they they have a clipboard and they're standing there and they and they check off everything. They walk around the car with you. Well, when I picked up this car, they just said just walk around it, make sure it's okay. I was like, what? So I walked around and made sure there was nothing wrong with it. When I dropped it off, I did the same thing. Oh and then, boom, I get a, then I got a oh claim against me. Well, and I got a claim against me, so I, I'm not too thrilled about that. i got to work on that. I'm getting hit a lot like that financially in a lot of different areas. They're, they're coming at me. <clears throat> so I'm getting ready to, to go somewhere else right now. Um, I'll see what happens. I'm going to run I don't care. I'm going to call anymore. I'm taking the damn shuttles or what's that thing, that new thing that we have to call and get a ride, you know. So are you you're not saying huh? that you're you're without transportation, are you? Like your own car? No. Well, no, my own. No, I have transportation because of my work, but um, yeah. that's about it, you know. I'm um, it's slim pickings over here. Shit, I'm still heavily in debt. But the only I, – I will say one thing. I, I will finally – I took a loan out about a year and a half ago uh, for, to, to consolidate my my credit, and uh, that should be paid off in 90 days. As far as like for about 35,000, and that'll be finally paid off. But I still owe the IRS at least 50. So when you throw that on top of your oh, general overhead with all this crap going on, it, it's, it's definitely a little scary. So I'm, I'm trying to, uh, and then um, you know you got you got to be careful today, guys. They definitely uh hey, Alex, overall hmm? I think I think that overall I think that you've gotten better oh. in the past year since you started since we both uh wow. got on these calls. What do you think? You think you're I've gotten, gotten a little I've gotten a little bit better, but I still don't have any really good shielding things. Um I've have got, I've got severe brain damage. Um, I've lost a lot of teeth. Um I am starting to actually get somewhere as far as uh I'm starting to be, I'm at the very beginning of getting evidence, getting an attorney, and going for it. They better hope I do. <laughs> uh, and that's about it. So um, I'm on the beginning stages of all that, but I got severe damage. Really bad, bad, bad. It's not good. I mean, when you trade, like I'm going to a seminar this morning, and um, it's about, a, it's a Japanese system, and it's a Japanese system in technical analysis. Is it important to do this? Pardon me? What was that, Linda? Uh, 
it wasn't me. Oh, anyway, so when I go, when I go, but Neil, I think, I think, I think the interruptions and possibly recordings of other people that interrupt these calls. It continues to be, in my opinion, the Mad Mister Morris of Southeast Texas. You know, the the sheep uh, thing and all the other stuff, the recordings. Yeah, I don't. I don't have taxes unmuted. It was Linda Costanzo who has her her phone unmuted. I guess just doesn't realize that we could hear her talking in the background. Right, right. Uh, but, uh, uh, Southeast Texas, I believe he must have found a way. You know, I, I don't know. It must be relatively. Oh yeah, I've been through some stuff with that one. Else at all. Hey, hey, Neil, Neil, the um. The, the thing that I heard about that call about that NSA lady, what they stated was there was a guy named William Patrick Cox, who he's probably a supervisor or capacity contractor, who knows what. And he's yeah. working for Lockheed, Lockheed. But what they said is he's running the harassment and um, stalking department. I don't think it's got anything to do with the actual torture thing, or at least that's not what was stated. That was the first initial things that they were saying. And you know how by the time, you know, what gets down the street, you know, they're they're the ones that are running the torture thing. So that's all I know. I mean, if if they're using uh, a technological company like a defense contractor, then uh, you can bet that they have 5G smartphones that are outfitted to be able to trigger implants and cause pain. Or mood swings and and uh, frequency packets that would cause particular effects, let alone GPSing somebody to send their coordinates back to a fusion center uh, that runs through the whole cell tower network. Which, at this point, thanks to 5G, all the cell towers are obsolete. They're not needed anymore. Uh, a, a company that installs these towers uh, was asking why they were putting in such a giant transformer when that much power wasn't required and saw that after they did their installation the Army Corps of Engineers came in and added other things to the towers so uh, for those who might not have heard my story when I decided to leave California and come all the way to Florida, it was thinking that I would get away from a fairly small city network up in Northern California mountains that uh, I had an NSA next-door neighbor who admitted his brother and father both worked for the NSA and told me some of the malicious things he had done to people and and made it quite clear that he was uh, jealous because I owned my own property And after the fire, he came over, and all he had to say was, well, you still have a lot. And there I am standing there with nothing but the clothes that I'm wearing. And then across the street was the fire chief for the volunteer fire company. So in the process of leaving and coming all the way to Florida, thinking that I would get relief from some kind of a network that was aiming microwave at me, I came to realize that... The high-pitched ring in my ear, which is just an indicator of being hooked into the remote neural monitoring network, 
that when I was driving down I-10 out in the middle of sagebrush land in Texas, that that high-pitched ring was very, very faint in the background. And then when it would start to get louder, every single time I looked up, I saw a cell tower off in the distance. And then I stopped to go to the bathroom at a rest stop, and there was a cell tower right in the rest stop. And that high-pitched ring was screaming so loud. So I definitely came to be able to show uh, that the R&M network is definitely hooked up to cell towers and probably uh, you know other interfaces with Gwen Towers, HARP, and satellite and drone technology being used. Well, can you can you use an RF explorer or something to figure out the uh, if it's coming from a cell tower that's going to be communications, which is in a specific range? I'm sure you could use. Well, you can, but you're, you really need a $250,000 network analyzer because you're dealing with carrier waves and and you're also dealing with ELFs and then you're getting into $5,000 spectrum analyzers instead of a $360 RF Explorer or an SDR uh, because the SDR starts at 54 hertz. And for anybody who doesn't have the frequency list that I compiled from 400 hours of R&D calls that I did a few years ago with, with other TI engineers and techs, um, you can email me at electricrose22 and you can ask for the frequency list and the detection equipment list, which uh, has the RF Explorer and places you can get it and prices and features and some other meters. Uh, there's an uh, Acousta Meter 2 thing that some people have been talking about that really, for the price, does not compare with a Cornet, C-O-R-N-E-T. It gives you a graph that shows you any pulsing. It gives you an LCD printout of uh, the intensity. It has red yellow and green LEDs that light up to show when you're getting up into dangerous zone. It does micro Tesla. It does decibels. It does microwave. And uh, and it does milligauss. So you actually have four different settings on these. The, the more expensive models are about $225. Uh, I think it's like an EX85S. You'll see those numbers and letters in that one. That one has an antenna you can screw on the top. The less expensive ones just have a built-in antenna. But these meters are, are definitely sensitive enough. Um, for anybody who's more tech engineer-minded and wants to go through the learning curve of learning to use a spectrum analyzer, uh, some of these military-grade signals are being used on a variety of carriers, uh, so you're not just going to see a frequency and look on my frequency list and say, oh, okay, this is uh, 902 to 928 megahertz. Neil's little chart here shows that that's coming from a smart meter, or this is coming from that. 
I mean, you can actually look at the uh, antenna.com website and see where all these cell towers are, and it will also show frequency ranges, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that are being used. And, of course, any tower that you can actually walk up to will show who that tower is licensed to. But there's been a problem uh, with towers that have gone up that no telecommunications industry owns. And some of these towers have been protested and removed because they're put up by a rogue group. So, again, organized crime has infiltrated all governments and uh, this is the real problem. Unfortunately, these systems that we set up to uh, keep our world fairly civilized have been infiltrated by this secret society network that's pretty much out to steal the planet. And uh, something even bigger than them that's not from here, according to a lot of reports, has given them a lot of this high technology. So we as people, as I said earlier on the call, did not come from covered wagons on dirt roads to nano nanobots that are self-assembling uh, and frequency responsive in 200 years. Uh, something from outside humanness gave some of this technology to people like Eisenhower uh, and others. And George Bush Sr. was quoted as saying, uh, the American people cannot handle the truth about aliens. So, you know, aliens, demons, uh, beings not from here, whatever. I mean, anybody uh, at this point, we really probably couldn't be naive enough to say there's no other life in the universe. We're it. And apparently um, some interviews over on Alfred Lambermont Weber's News Inside Out uh, exopolitics website are talking about a lot of these things. Uh, he's really quite an interviewer and has brought some intelligent people on and the things that they have to say, uh, we're really at a point where we have to take a look at that. Basically, this whole trickery design is to turn the human race against itself and, and destroy us. And that the only people that would be left would probably be chipped and controlled with nanotechnology to the point that they would become perfect slaves. We have a real fight on our hands. And uh, for for things that are happening on on dark magic and and things that are not from here, um, one website that that I would recommend going to is got so many pages open um, it's uh, called energetic synthesis so energetic and then synthesis is s-y-n-t-h-e-s-i-s uh, you might <laughs> she has a giant amount of information here uh, and explains a lot of things that are happening uh, with human behavior not being normal 
Twelve hour movie in the creative mind of called the Archons. So let's see. Anybody wants to ask a question or share some particular information? Hit star eight on your phone, and and I'll unmute you. And if nobody wants to, then I'll probably get my protocol and read off some of the health information stuff that I've been putting uh, all in one place so we can get it posted on the website and put it in the forum. And and again, you know, I encourage people to uh, to go to our website, take a look around if you haven't been there, because it's, it's just done a ton of research and compiling information, a lot of things that are well explained there, and you can hit the forum button, and it will take you to our Pro Boards forum. I encourage people to go there and, and start new threads and uh, put your stories there, put information that's that's going to be helpful and empowering. I go out to YouTube videos that are for TIs and let people know about our website and and about the forum because uh, y you may leave something on the forum that ends up helping somebody or getting them hope or getting them connected to to a good support network like like cot or pacts uh, and you know we could actually save a life there and give somebody a little hope and a little bit of support so you know, this is a give-and-take universe, and you just sometimes you just stop and do some senseless act of kindness. And after uh, so many years of life, which most of us have a pretty good amount of years behind us, you start to realize that it's like a bank account that you get back what you put out. So you find yourself in a position where, you know, maybe it's you on the side of the road with a flat tire and, and then you find out your spare tire's flat and somebody comes along with a mini compressor that you can plug into your cigarette lighter and they blow up your spare tire for you and help you get back on the road. So this is how it works. And you don't have to say, thanks to the Internet, uh, that a lot of kind people have put their heart into leaving a ton of information all over the internet and and certainly a lot of good things on YouTube it's not all good there there is disinformation out there but uh, there's a lot of truth coming out and if there's nothing more we can do it's by becoming educated about things that are happening that are not in the best interest of of our survival and our right to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness it's to not support what we don't choose to support. So wherever we're not, you know, buying things that are making some company that's doing something bad for humanity, uh, it, it is in our best interest. It's it's not, you know, it's, it's not resisting anything. It's just choosing to not support things that aren't good. And again, you know, Neil, there's one other uh, 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 point that I'd like to uh, make. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, good news, you know, speaking of uh, truth spilling out all over the place, 
I think that you'll be real pleased to get your hands on a book by Dr. Kenneth Stoller, an MD, a pediatrician in uh, San Francisco, who I first found on Coast to Coast uh, last year. And I uh, purchased his book, which is entitled Incurable Me. Uh, anyway, it's uh, primarily, he's a Lyme doctor, and he has been treating Lyme for at least 10 years uh, uh, successfully. And this book is just a, a, a great find, and he's, he's one of the people that are speaking up and blowing the lid off of, uh, well, the uh, whole medical establishment, but also uh, Lyme and, and uh, poor people who have, uh, you know, like myself and yourself who have, have suffered uh, from it. So needlessly, um, he says he says that he believes that there are 50,000 people American in America who have Lyme or Lyme-like uh, disease, and um, that's like one in six. I'm I'm betting that there are many many people on this. Oh call. yeah, I'd say a couple million. I no. mean, they're uh, saying it's pandemic level in China. Fifty million. It's a designer disease. It was made for people to suffer and die slowly so that the medical and pharmaceutical industry could prosper. Right. right. So anyway, he, 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 touched, he, ta- he talks about that, you know, bioengineering. And right on the, on the flap of the, the second page, you know, the, the title is Incurable Me, and then it says why the best medical research does not make it to, into clinical practice, and then you uh, open up the, the, the flap, and it's because there's no money in the cure. And so millions and billions are being made off of, uh, you know, our needless pain and suffering. And anyway, he's speaking up, you know, and, and like I said, he was on Coast to Coast, which has upward toward 10 million listeners, and that was last year. So this book just came out uh, last year, and it's got all kinds of really great uh, and simple, inexpensive information on the treatment of, of Lyme and the biofilm. And, uh, fung- you know, it has a list of antifungals, um, herbs. Uh, it has, has a lot of really, really good information here. Vitamins, immune support, detoxification support, antioxidants, gastrointestinal, minerals, um, amino acids, minerals, and uh, peptides, supplements, just a lot of really good, well-put-together information uh, that I think you're going to really like, uh, Neil. Yeah, I just I don't have time to read another book. I already have 10 books in line and technical information and R&D projects and 2,850 emails I can't keep up with. And I'm uh, pretty much fighting for my life because I'm dealing with some pathogenic cocktail that isn't dying in an easy way. Have you eliminated uh, gluten from your diet? You know, I'm working on that more, and and I've known for a long time uh, celiac disease, uh, the wheat. Weed is a real problem, and apparently 90% of the population is actually allergic to wheat. So, well, I heard 95%, and I myself, you know, I have smart Lyme doc uh, uh, years ago, and and just out of the blue, uh, you know, he ordered blood work, and then he told me, he says, you're uh, gluten intolerant. 
And I, I said, well, really? You know, and so uh, anyway, I was informed by him, you know, like zero, zero wheat, no gluten. Just, uh, you know, absolutely eliminate it. Cutting back doesn't cut it. You need to really eliminate it so that your body can absorb the nutrients that you give it. Yeah, it is that important. I heard that you called Skizit the other day, and she said, you know, I want to make an effort to to get all wheat out of your diet. And there's a Dr. Osborne that did a pretty long seminar um, through naturalnews.com, and his main book is called No Grain, No Pain. And full body neuromuscular pain is what I've dealt with for 26 years. So I'm listening. I mean, I'm realizing I'm not dealing with uh, with anything that's easy to undo. And and I kind of feel like the guinea pig walking through it. And any information that I can share that that helps others. I mean, uh, just to know in my dealing with three different microbiologists. Uh, Lida Matman was one of them. She was called on by doctors for an accurate Lyme disease test and turned out to be one of very few that could actually <clears throat> grow cultures of it to show that people did have it. And uh, she wrote a book called Cell Wall Deficient Forms, Stealth Pathogens. And one of the things that she said was, you know, when you're trying to do a comparative, you, you take somebody who's healthy and you look at their blood and run it through a series of tests with staining and everything and processes. And she said that she was having a hard time finding anybody who didn't have some kind of a genetically altered mycoplasma infection in them, and mycoplasma is one of 15 altered strains are found in uh, in all fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, lupus, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, Lyme disease cases. So uh, her saying about 90% or 92%, I think it was, of the population is showing to have these genetically altered mycoplasmas. And uh, I was exposing that on chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, and Lyme disease forums, and uh, that's when they burned my house down. It was medical mafia. The Rothschilds don't want any competition. Right, right, and you're you're absolutely right. You know they've got uh, snipers to to take take out uh, you know whistleblowers, activists, and 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 uh, holistic uh, doctors. Uh, 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 however, however, I, I would like to share with you that you know my uh, yeah, there is a uh, um, blood test uh, that one of my doctors previously, who is hematologist, created years ago. Uh, it's, it's a relatively simple thing. It is it's it's not not covered uh, uh, by insurance, but it's not that expensive. But anyway, the point point is that that uh, through through uh, the simple manipulation of diet, Neil, that includes the absolute exclusion of wheat and gluten, uh, also coffee, uh, you know, which will burn out adrenals. Uh, uh, I have I have uh, 
through the simple manipulation, just of foods that you get at the grocery store, plus, of course, vitamins and minerals. Right. Uh, my, my immune test has once again popped back over to the point where my Lyme doctor years ago announced that cured you know, by my manipulating green stuff, uh, protein, absolutely avoiding bread. Well, not bread. I, I eat some gluten-free stuff. Um, plenty of eggs, uh, uh, spring water, you know, uh, garlic, uh, onions, avocados. Uh, that'll help you gain weight. I do eat, I eat this and that. Uh, I eat healthily. Anyway, it, it has worked as far as my immune goes uh, uh, according to that test. Now, that said, that said, it hasn't made a lick of difference on my electro-hypersensitivity, you know. Sorry to say. It is kind of reassuring that I can, I can, I can just by looking at the feedback uh, 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 on the lab that I, I can, I can make my immune test. Yeah, you're seeing a difference. <clears throat> well, it's important. I mean, there's one thing I'm happy to announce. I got on a scale walking out of the grocery store today, and I've gone from 128 pounds up to 140. So at wow. least I'm not down to the ketosis point. Yeah, I've been eating avocados, like you hey, said. Hey, good, good person, good person. It pleases me greatly. Well, thanks for caring. Good. Right, right, and and you know, you all, the moderators, are in my prayers. I, I'm very happy to hear that, Neil. And so, does it go along too that you stop blood? What's that now? No longer are are got blood in your urine. Well, I mean, four days ago I was peeing pink, so no, I haven't stopped it. Uh, I've actually been using an electroacupuncture device and putting it where I feel pain in my bladder and kidneys and seeing if I can't electrocute what's in there. And uh, I'm also using aloe vera. It's not really a a good thing to heal tissue over an infection. You're supposed to get rid of the infection first. But uh, when it becomes a problem with internal bleeding, uh, I think it's buying me time. And I'm using food-grade turpentine castor oil, uh, iodine, potassium iodide, of course, uh, you know, a good multivitamin. And, oh, no, uh, that multivitamin just isn't, isn't enough. Uh, I mean, it's better than, certainly better than nothing. But, uh, you know, Linda, Linda, the Stanzo moderator, Linda, she knows, uh, you know, she and I both pop a, a, a lot of, Vitamins and mineral supplements, you know, morning and night. And uh, our diets are so uh, deficient. The food is so deficient. The soil is deficient in, in minerals. And so everybody, you know, pretty much needs to supplement. Uh, uh, you know, multivitamin mineral is better than nothing, but uh, more. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, it's overwhelming when you hear my protocol uh, pretty much would require me to dedicate every minute of every waking hour to doing this or taking that. Uh, 
So it, it's you know it becomes so complex that. Let's keeping it simple. You know, there's another uh, frequent caller that came up with a good idea, uh, and that is there's this product is called All All One, and that is good. It's got no fillers or or flavorings or anything like that. So you just do that like uh, once once a day. But you know, like we're we're all uh, it wouldn't hurt to do it twice a day. Like morning and night, but that's a good, simple, simple, relatively inexpensive uh, uh, thing. It's a powder that you know, mix in, in juice or water, milk. Remember, remember that all. Dale Tiger. Twelve hours of sheep sound effects. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be um, uh, complicated. But the thing is, you don't want to be doing any mono diets. You need to have a variety also in your... Yeah, it's, it is a variety. And, you know, the complexity of designer diseases is uh, not an easy onion to, to unpeel. It really all has to be done in a a specific order, and it, it is consistency. And you know, um, I, I do my best to keep the call so everybody benefits. And Fuck you, Neil. I'll just say that there's a lot of things around these days that are affecting a whole lot of people. So uh, some of the information, hopefully, everybody will benefit from. Apparently, there's uh, still a percentage of people on the planet that don't think that they're going to get back what they put out. So uh, I wish you well in learning your lesson. And I hope that when something unpleasant happens to you, that you uh, realize that you're just getting back what you put out. There, There's people here on these calls that are suffering. We've had people stick their necks out to expose the truth and and die for it, so you're you're not playing with small potatoes here. You will have something very bad happen to you for messing with anybody on my call. So when it does happen, recognize it. Okay, I'm not sure if I'm in a virtual reality here or what, but Let's see, all I have unmuted at this point, I don't have any requests except for people that are making background noise on the call, so if there's something that you'd like to share, um, hit star 8 on your phone and I'd like to share something. Yeah, hold on a second. Uh, Let me find you. I just had to mute the whole room, so just hang on a second. Is that you? I just unmuted me. You... Am I muted? No, I, I, I... I had myself muted, and then I unmuted myself. Oh, yeah, I can hear you. I didn't have to mute you, okay. so you would be just star sixable. Okay. Okay. Um, I promise to... you that's not me. 
I'm not I'm not doing those weird things on this call as you know, I'm sure. Yeah, I know. I usually just unmute you anyway. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Hi, Neil. I was just curious what you thought about the RFIDs being planted in everybody from 2013 to 2017 underneath Obamacare, and how does that affect us as TIs or potentially affect us? And you can Google up the information. Yeah, I mean, RFID is is really pretty primitive old technology, even though it's capable of monitoring people and it's certainly not good but I mean if you if you go over to our website and look in the implant section at the variety of implant technology that's being used it's it's become way smaller than a grain of rice and again as I as I said earlier uh, let's see I'm I'm trying to find a lady that was just getting ready to ask a question while I'm talking but uh, you know, we're dealing with quantum dots and smart dust uh, of real... Asshole! You're a fucking asshole! Well, you're going to have something really bad happen to you for bothering my call. So when it does happen, just know that you're getting back what you put out. Okay, buddy? Go that was interesting life. earlier. Well, that was interesting earlier that it, that was West Coast... TIA, was it West Coast Angel? West, what was it? Yeah, West Coast Angel. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Is that somebody you know on your call? Well, that's Cindy. That's Cindy. Oh. And uh, so I was kind of surprised, you know? I mean, Cindy, well, you know, uh, who knows? Uh, I see all the diversion games, you know, people that come on and they interrupt and change the subject and break up the flow of the call and, you know, after over a thousand hours of moderating on one call or another, uh, you get a feeling pretty right away uh, that that somebody's not in the best interest of of humanity at all. They're traitors. And eventually they are going to get back. I'm not even kidding. When you mess with people that are out to help the human race, and to help targeted individuals that are under duress. Uh, it's not by my doing or anything. It's something I've seen through my life. Uh, don't mess with people that are doing what they can to help the human race. What's happening is is way serious, and, and I just ask that people that are choosing to be traitors against the human race, when something bad happens to them, that they don't just say, Oh, that's Murphy's law, you know. Uh, yeah. Stuff stuff happens. No, stuff doesn't just happen. You are playing in a cause and effect universe, and you know, eventually, what you put out is going to come back to you. So, it just makes me sad because it's a waste of time, uh, and we don't really have any time to waste. The human race is uh, is on the threat of extinction, and we're playing with technologies that. Anybody with a half a brain in the scientific and technological communities uh, have become very alarmed. And some of those people that have spoken up have ended up dead. So it is serious. So, you know, this isn't some kind of an ego trip for me when I tell people that mess with this call or anybody's call that's out to do what they can do to help the TI community 
uh, you're barking up a tree that's bigger than all of us because uh, you're going to get back what you put out. Don't don't waste time. We have no time to waste. And it's so frustrating for the moderator who's trying to do their best, and it's just, God, it gets tiring. It gets so tiring to try to keep a call moving and up and, and good information out there, and these jerks come in there and do that. It's just, it, I don't know. Annoying to say the least. Really not okay. No, no, it's not. I totally understand. (laughs) To me, you know, it's just to keep your focus on keeping that flow happening and do your best. I mean, that's all you can do, really. And there are times that we sit there, a moderator will sit there and say, would somebody please talk? You know, it's like sometimes it gets quiet and we want to talk. It gets tiring. Uh Uh-huh. But, um, okay. Yeah, we got a percentage of people in here tonight, Linda. Yeah, we sure, you sure do. Uh, I've got like five people that want to be unmuted and everyone, I'm trying to find the one lady that, uh, wanted to say something around. You're a fucking asshole. Got all this noise going on. There's Texas. We had them out of our hair for a while. I'm not sure what this is about. Yeah, me either. Uh, do you have any idea how the Uber conference is working for Ella? No, I don't. I, I but I, but I know she. Well, both she and Eric has had him this free conference call. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, Derek, um, he was having some interruptions the other night. Oh, he was? Finding us, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I think we need to figure out, I'm not sure we should run from call to call. I think maybe we should just, I don't know, figure out how to identify them. Somebody's got to be able to help us with that. Yeah, I mean, I was talking... You get banned uh, for being such a fucking asshole. I was talking with... And, uh... Okay, California. You know, most people from California are actually a lot brighter than that. Ah, was that California? <laughs> it was. That, uh, I love it, you morons. Yeah, I, I know. live in California, you know, and I don't like to be... <laughs> Jesus. Me either. I know. I spent what thirty-five years there, so yeah, yeah. I kind of miss some of the creative and intelligent people there. Yeah, yeah. I gotta. What I long? live about an hour, two hours away from San Francisco. I've got to get over there one of these days. I love. Oh, do you really? You know, have you ever oh, been to Hot uh, Hot Springs? No. Well, I think it's near Clear Lake. Yeah. It's a it's a total healing center. They have a restaurant and a a theater, so you can go see movies and coffee shop. And yeah. uh, there's a chiropractor and massage therapists. And there's a like a motel kind of you know woodsy looking place with mm-hmm. uh, natural hot springs that are uh, treated with food grade peroxide. Yeah. It's nothing like it. It's clothing optional, so if you don't like nudity, you wouldn't like it. But, uh, you know, in all honesty, when you get out in nature and you got those nice hot springs, uh, somebody yeah. told me about it when I was so sick with Lyme disease. And so I went there to 
to heal myself and had an old Winnebago and stayed in it and stayed there for a couple months. And I had a pretty nice time. There was a lot of nice people there. Was it healing? It was, was very much. I mean, they had a sauna, so I'd go in the sauna and sweat and then take a cool shower and go get in the hot springs and stretch out my aching muscles in the hot springs. And, you know, there'd just be quiet nights with with people in the the hot springs. And then it had some some smaller, really super hot stone tubs you could go in if you wanted to do some really deep sweating. And it it helped me. Hmm. Well, since I live near... Um, do you know where Murphy's is over here? It's um, near, kind of near. Uh, call, it's near those big trees. <laughs> I wish I knew this. Big sequo- sequoias. I don't know. Great big trees over there. You know the tree right. that you used to be able to drive through. You know that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where you're but talking you, that's, about. I live near it, and by the way, it got it. It got the storm took it out. Oh, we had no. a huge germ, and that thing's been around for what a hundred years. I remember that when I was a little kid. We yeah. drove through it when I was on a, on a <laughs> Me camping. Too. Yeah. Oh no, it fell it's down. Gone. It's gone. Dang. Oh my. Yeah, that was like a really, really special. I don't know, just very special. It was. I mean, that tree is probably at least three hundred years old by the yeah. rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. If not more. Yeah, it's gone. Oh, yeah, we had a heck of a storm here. Really bad storm. With the kind of, you know, lightning and thunder that when you <laughs> when you go out your door, all of a sudden the entire place lights up and then the thunder claps in your ear right there and then. You think you're going to die. That kind of thunder and lightning. It was pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. A little too close for my taste, but, you know. Yeah, I'll bet. Finding the lady that wanted to ask a question. Yeah. I thought she was Texas, but Texas didn't have very nice things to say. Hey, there's Huggy Bear. Let's see what she has to share with us tonight. I know she's just done a ton of research and really stuck her neck out for the TI community. See if I can get you unmuted here, Huggy Bear. Hello, how you doing? Hey, there you are. Don't mind my voice. It's something they do to me. To, I guess because uh, when my trachea collapsed, there's something that's done to my neck, my my trachea. So I sound like I'm talking out of a tube or something. Um, I hope everybody's doing okay. Um, I, I've been doing a lot of research. You're right, and that Stewart, uh, Karen Stewart revelation from her detective was pretty uh, telling. So I ran a check and I found uh, a William D. Harton, Hartung, and he basically, he's written a book, matter of fact, about all this. And he even talks about who, you know, this is Lockheed Martin is the shadow government. And so does Tom uh, Dispatch, Tom Patch, uh, let me see, what's his name? Uh, Tom Dispatch, which is a pretty respectable writer as well, and um, 
both of them are. And it makes sense now, you know. They, they, there's, there isn't anything they don't do. Uh, everything's been basically handed over to them. There are others who are much smaller, even Blackwater, what have you. And um, yeah, not a surprise. Not a surprise uh, at all. Right. But basically, uh, Lockheed Martin is the big brother. That's the shadow government. There isn't anything they don't have their hands in. And that goes right down to surveillance and data collecting, uh, you know, the towers. Uh, I know Lockheed Martin is connected with NASA as well, so aerospace, you know. Um, it's the monitoring, the cameras, uh, intelligence. Uh, they're even overseas. Uh, they hire spies. They're involved with, you're not going to believe this, total awareness, total information awareness. NSA, they took their work over, worked with John, working with Admiral John Poindexter. Uh, they do, they collect a, the most, a giant database, collect phone calls, credit cards, uh, personal data on all U.S. citizens in the name of fighting terrorism. Uh, it's just unreal what all they do. They basically even took over, they kind of did the NSA's job in a secret program in uh they even collect our DNA. <laughs> uh, it's not funny because they did that to me in public. Um, your private life, you know, our intelligence collection, uh, the surveillance, I think I said, uh, now they're involved when you see who all they're, even uh, FBI uh, uh, fingerprinting database of 55 million sets, uh, biometrics, identification devices, um, that's like microchips and what have you, and I mean it goes on and on. With biometric uh, technology, uh, uh, census. Um, they actually have a center in Baltimore, Phoenix, and Jefferson in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Uh, there isn't anything. Uh, I'd be here all night. I mean, it's just there's just uh, nothing. The Pentagon. Uh, the Department of, you name it, Department of Defense, uh, Armed Services, uh, I mean, it's just everybody, Internal Revenue, the Pentagon, the Census, Bureau Postal Service, you know, uh, even the TSA, uh, Department of Energy, that's our electric, if you know what I mean, Department of Defense, um, Agriculture, Environmental Protection Agency, and uh, they do the surveillance. They're involved in surveillance with the CIA and the FBI. Um, they also do, of course, the weaponry. Uh, they're involved with the torture uh, camps, prisons overseas. And, of course, they do all the combat aircraft and what have you. Uh, and they really, they're involved with Guantanamo Bay and Abu Ghraib. So I mean we're we're talking, you know, big, really big. And the guy, this guy, uh, William D. Harton, director of the Arms and Security in New American Foundation, he wrote *Profits of War: Lockheed Martin and the Making of the Military-Industrial Complex*. And it's a. I'm going to put the uh, link in the room if you want, care to read it. And uh, this very uh, respectable uh, guy that apparently. 
they're he, you know these people are probably kind of like pissed off. Then there's uh, another one, Tom Dispatch, very well known up near D.C. And um, I'm gonna put the he's got an article about it as well. And uh, he talks about how he knows about war profiteers from childhood up. And uh, he mentions how a Burton uh, XC service, which was former Blackwater, Dynacorp, KBR, but the emphasis really goes on Lockheed Martin. There isn't anything that they haven't done. They're saying, you know, do you think they're shadowing you? Well, they're explaining, and they say that uh, there isn't, they are. Of the shadow government. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so this is what we would call fascism, totalitarianism. You know, we're not at ty- tyranny yet, but you know, oh, with I the N- yeah, no. But when they passed that NDAA and the Belligerence Act in 2012, yeah. and, and uh, I, I would go around and I lived in Florida at the time, and I would go around and ask people along the beach or wherever I was. If they knew about it, and nobody knew, nobody, nobody, nobody bet, knew about the NDAA. Nobody. Wow. Uh, th- there was a woman that was going around uh, door to door. She came to my door uh, with um, a pamphlet. She wanted me to, you know, push in voting for Obama. And when I mentioned uh, the, the thirty thousand more drones released into our skies and that is not down in the future you know that was right then and there and you, they've scrubbed the web from all that now because i used to have the articles and there's there's you can't find one now uh they'll talk about the drones being done over in uh overseas but nothing here and when i lived last year even in the mountains i mean i would i could step outside and see them going by little red lights or white lights and i would get hit you know i could coordinate the attacks with those drones and then they have the UAV hoverers, which are classified as drones as well, and they all carry high levels of Wi-Fi and what have you. And, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I have felt like there was a drone over me. And in Florida, they used to swarm them all around in the back of my house over the pool, uh, s- smaller ones. And, I mean, that was terror- terrorizing, you know. It was really, uh, you know, it was... Yeah. Uh, you know, how do you put that into words? Well, I don't, I don't know. I just know that sometimes uh, helicopters, because they're not drones, because drones are quiet, helicopters come down so close to my house that I can hear the, or yeah. like, not hear, feel the vibration of the, you know, rotors. And that's right. too close. That's just too close to somebody's yeah. house. That's just mm-hmm. nuts. Same here. Same here, Linda. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it goes without saying that if I was to Great. ask you, did you ever imagine this would happen? No, no, <laughs> right. No, but I also I do see drones every so often. There's a there's a drone. I mean, it's a quiet little thing that comes up over the hill and hovers around. You know, I mean, what what, what would that? Uh, what else could it be besides a drone? Right. Oh yeah. I, I, don't I know. mean, when I seen them down, they were everywhere in Florida. When I would drive from Florida back up to Maryland. I would pack the car with my pets and I. I mean, you know, and I did that quite often, which was a lot for me. That's a long drive. And uh, I would watch drones everywhere over fields. I had one come all the way down to the field on me while these guys were laughing. I don't know. You know, they were making fun of me 
I'm a five foot two little lady, and they were laughing and humping, making a humping kind of with their body behind my back. And they said the drone got boys. Oh, they said, oh look, look the drone, and there was a field behind me. And they said, look, look the drone boys are bringing the drone down, and they were humping, and it was something to do with they were watching me undress or something. Really? I remember. Like, yeah, I, 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 I will never forget rip. that. Yeah. And there was a woman wow. there, one, a wife of one of them, and he nodded for her to take the kid and go in when he. And then they started doing that to me. Ah. Yeah. Had, had he been my husband, he would not have been anymore. Crazy. I mean, phew, what a what a world. But I mean, I, I would go out on my porch when they were. I have pictures where they were. Zooming in and out of my driveway in pickup trucks at night, and I lived in a subdivision. And yeah. you know, I'm, I'm like, "Where's my neighbors?" You know, what kind of neighbors in a subdivision? They can't miss it. You know, I mean, it's just sad stuff. I had two cops uh, lived in there. One of them participated that I was aware of, and it got so bad. I lived there for three years, and I tried yeah. to sell my place, and they would grab the sign and throw it. Away throw it, you know, ah. the field, yeah, and I'd think, you know, but yeah, that was still, I was still alone, I didn't know there were others, it, originally when I left state, I knew there was a problem majorly in the country with constitution, and, and you know, I figured we were in some kind of constitutional crisis, I knew that, I just didn't, under, what happened to me up here at home, I thought it had everything to do with the lawsuit, I didn't think it was, yeah. I, me too. You and I both have lawsuits over our yeah. expired husbands, and yeah, um, yeah. and seem it seems to be related to those lawsuits because you know yeah. how dare we? We're just women. Well, how dare something? I don't know what they think, but you know we're not we're not big and important people like they are, so we shouldn't have these whatever it is that our husbands left her. But um, I think it was timing, Linda. I think we fell into yeah. a time where this new world order, this shadow government they were yanking financially i mean they tore this country apart financially through wall street and what have you they were infiltrating every group 9-11 truthers wall streeters uh and and this people in this country don't know that they're broke there is no money there's no gold we're propped up you know and that was in 08 you know so uh we weren't in other words i have i realized it took me years to realize People like you and I, and we're not the only widows that got no. robbed either. Not the only widows. No, no, oh, no. I'm widows, and, I, widows and orphans. I know, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know two other TI widows who are not on these calls. Both of them, one lives up way up north, the other lives uh, out near California, and both yeah. of them became victims when their husbands died. So that's four of us now. Do you know any? We could start uh, adding them up. Yes, I do know one. She, her uh, her husband worked for the same law firm. He died somewhat after my husband did. And this guy, this partner, not only did he try to take everything, he also took my husband's life insurance 11 days before my husband died and had it turned over to him. And he did the same thing with another widow. And um, really scum. <laughs> really scum. But yeah, he did it to another widow of whose husband was a lawyer at the firm, too. Yeah, well, they don't stop. You know, These people are evil. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And it's like it's in the air, literally. You know, I mean, yeah. we can go biblical or any way you want to go. I mean, it's very sad. So there's just too many of us around the country, you know. I mean, even though we're a minute amount, there's too many times it's happened, you know, repeat, repeat. It's whistleblowers, activists, and um, and if you're not one, you're going to become one maybe, you know. Yeah, know but you I know the interesting, the interesting thing is a lot of these people, um, I think they want to be to looked at as though they're very wonderful, important, and, you know, just really special people while they're screwing people over right and left. And people do catch on, you know. Yeah. People do catch on that these guys aren't so, quite so wonderful. At least that's been my experience. Well, you know, once time I, I know I became alienated to the world, literally getting targeted. There's years there that I yeah. fell right out of the political world, the whole bit, you know. Yeah. I, I was too I was filming constantly the air stalking. I mean, it it was crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. When I went to Florida um, and started, they would fly back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and wow. forth. I had a jammer, and they'd huh. eventually shoot it out, you know, yeah. shoot it. And then um, I'd get another one. Now, they were the best, the jammers. Huh. They work. I'm wearing yeah, a thousand. Derek was saying you can't have jammers, that they're illegal. I don't know. I tested mine. I lived uh, like 12 feet from each house, literally. I was. Oh, well, there you go. You're okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. And I I tested it. I had a big big one and a smaller one I wore on my body. And no neighbors were bothered by it. I asked. Cool. Their cell phones worked fine. So they do work. They, they really did help. Yeah. Well, it would seem to but, me you could have a jammer and use it like real close up and personal. You know, I, I mean, that's what we care about. We just want to be protected, you know. <laughs> that's it. I was at this point, I didn't care if it was illegal or not. I wanted some, somehow to, exactly. you know. Yeah. And they, yeah. yeah. I mean, my life, you know. I mean, I was yeah. crawling around on the floors for months and uh, yeah. before I even knew, you know, where I could it, I I just uh, I I filmed everything. I talked into the camera for evidence. Uh, you know, I was calling back home. Uh, that was terrifying, and I still had to go out and maintain like I was normal. Go to the store for my pets and I, and what have you. And I would go to doc- I, I made appointments with doctors, and uh, you know, people were acting strange, and I realized people were being taken over, and I knew all this without even reading it. I, you know, I just, I knew. I just didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. I, I actually felt like I was lost in a nightmare somewhere. Well, we kind of were, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Right. It's just, to me, you know, even with all the research I've done, and I know there's a uh, Nazi, Zionist, uh, uh, Freemasonic, Rosicrucian kind of secret society, uh a caught freakiness about it all, and there is. You got to admit, this is extremely spiritual as well. Anti-life. Oh yeah. Oh, I think so. I think, yeah, very much so. And I think that's the only way is if we can lift our frequencies and do that through spirituality, through yeah. each other, through you know, um, because I think God does talk to uh, 
us and uh, through us to other people. And, you know, when we're bringing other people's frequencies up, I think that's uh, that's part of our spiritual battle, you know. Yeah, because all this targeting keeps us so down, you know. And it's, yeah. I mean, I have days where I'm so depressed. I don't know how I'm going to crawl out of it, you know. Yeah. But, uh, and, and I go through the same thing where I feel, how could anyone do this to someone else? You know? Yeah. How could they? How could they do it here in America? You know, but then when you research the history of our country, well, uh-huh. you just, you know, i I'd be honest. I can sit here and I'd say, I used to say, how could they do this in America to Americans, right? Uh, yeah. Now I, I have, I'm going through moments where I feel bad that I didn't research and pay attention more to what was going on in the government that we, as they, they work for us, supposedly. You know, if yeah. it weren't for us, they wouldn't be. And, you know, when I see how corrupt they've yeah. all become. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, would it, without, without income taxes, where would they be? You know, nowhere. And there's more to it. They have robbed. Yeah, I know. Oh, God. Yeah. But, I mean, yes, we do support government, and we have a right to have our, to have our, to be listened to, you know. We do. They're uh, not inclined to do that. Yeah, I'm uh, getting more into now, like, all you know, what is really all this data collection for? What's it for? You know, and I think Neil's probably said it right. You know, it seems like we were all being guinea pigged, all, everybody. Yeah, but the strange thing, too, Huggy Bear, is that it's Chris, right? The strange yeah. thing, too, is is that um, um, they don't have, funny. well, they don't have enough, enough uh, people to go through the data to go through it all. They can, there's no way can they figure out all of the data they've collected. They can't do it. Court, you ever hear of Anthony Patch? Yeah. He's good, pretty good. Yeah. He says that they are, um, they actually would CERN and the D-Wave, the mm-hmm. reason they've got, they've got everybody, I know through my research that they did human map terraining in the 1990s. By 1998, 97, they were done. And that later would warp into Jade Helm. And uh, Jade Helm, too. And then 15, Jade Helm is where they put the super quantum computer systems out there. And so what they literally are doing, according to Anthony Patch and others, that I I believe um, it's very complicated, but he explains it. I've had to watch it numerous times to get it. Uh, They actually have created a false matrix on us. And... um, a separate timeline. So we're all in a computer. We're all, everybody's on one. You are, I am, and I can tell at times. And um, it's creepy. Um, i got to keep telling myself I am who I am. You know what I mean? I'm a human being, yeah. you know, yeah. with integrity. Because this yep. robs you at times of your integrity. You know, I get you get clumsy, you get... It's very uncomfortable, you know. Well, yeah, uh, I agree. I, but I don't think they ever get to take our integrity. Integrity is in your bones, right. boy. You either have it That's or right. you don't. Right. You know, and and thank God we've got integrity. And thank God yeah. I've got integrity, boy. If, they, if there's one thing I know about me, it is integrity. You know, right. and they can't take that away. They cannot take our soul. Sad, right. you know. yeah, and and it's called Project Soul Catcher. I mean, that's the book mm-hmm. that um. 
uh, Dr. Robert Duncan wrote, and he was an insider and did this. You know, he, if you read, he's got a letter out on the Internet where he talks, he apologizes to the human race. Yeah. He's, you know, he's very sorry, and it's sad, you know. Um, I respect him for that. Uh, I'm, I think he is targeted. I've heard here and there, you know. And I don't know. That. We never know. I, I hear, you know, I, I don't know. I hear different things about him. If he's targeted, I don't know. Yeah. What I understand is certain ones with a good name out there, they don't want anyone to know because they're afraid it would take their credibility from them and they wouldn't be able to speak speak out for the CI community. So that made sense. And I know someone that knew him. Mm-hmm. I heard. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't want to say that. I realize I'm on a recorded call. Um <laughs> But anyway, uh, they have created a timeline, a separate world, where they can put us into a simulation, a sediment simulation, meaning they have chemtrailed us so much, they've sprayed everything, you know, that they can literally program the air in a quantum sense. Because we were lied to about gravity. There is none. It's electric, electric universe. So what they did is they created a false matrix inside one so the gang stalking if it's if you feel it's synchronized to you it is because uh, oh, yeah. that's part of it that's the synchronization and they, they're doing it with the power of all these cerns you know um to surveil everybody and I mean, it's like get a life. They need to get a life. Go have some fun. Do something else. You know, we just want to live down here. You know, what is this? That, well, oh, get a life. Do something else. You know. Uh, I mean, what we need to do is let everybody. You know, we need to wake people up somehow because they want to get rid of most of the human race. They want to get rid of us, and that's the whole point of guinea pig and us all like this. They want a world where it's like the Georgia Guidestones, five hundred million or less. And they're going to use this super quantum computer and D-wave and all to control the masses. Well, how boring. They need to get a life. I mean, really, is that what they, is that fun? Or don't they want to That's have the transhuman, That's the transhumanism Jeez. agenda. Plus, they want to live forever, so to use uh, bio uh, synthetics in their body. Yeah, be who's thinking. a very wealthy? Who's the very wealthy guy that just died? Oh, um, darn! Was it Rockefeller? Well, either Rockefeller or the other one. That the two of them There's are two of them. Then. Ugly or thin? Was it? <laughs> and um, and very old. And yeah, but he died. It didn't happen. You know, he's one of them. It didn't happen. He died. He's gone. Oops. The guy Oops. at DARPA. What the heck's his name? Oh, I. That's this guy. Uh, he says, they interview him, and he's right there on YouTube. You can hear him say it. He looks into the camera, and he said, he is going to have this transhumanism, you know, regardless. And he says, uh, he even talks about, and if you try to kill him, if you kill him, he will kill you. And you can hear him. I've had to, I've repeated that. And I thought, how can he kill, come back, what is he coming back from, the, the dead? You know, you kill me, I'll kill you. And he means mm-hmm. it. So, I mean, how do you, you'd have to kill me first before you, you know what I mean? But that's how they feel. They they want well, this. Is, yeah, but this guy's dead. Patina, let me go back again. The guy's <laughs> dead. I mean, 
the big rich guy that is running all this, you know, looking into all this, and they're all going to live there, you know, and then they're going to go to Mars or something, live there after they destroy this earth, and blah, blah, blah. Well, the guy's dead. It didn't work, you know? So yeah. I think that kind of, I don't know, I think that kind of, uh, I don't know. I just think, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe their plan just isn't going to happen, and hopefully they know it. And they can't live underground forever, you know, which is... No. Yeah. You know, a lot of us is you know, is remote and they're underground, and they are targeting us from uh, the dumps, the my labs and what have you. And uh, and then of course we have the contractors out here, you know, subcontractors and what have you. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just uh, you know me. I'm just saying, not everybody my targeting. They you know they mm-hmm. couldn't. They they can fly anybody by me all they want. I know my targeting is coming from Skynet. I know what it is. It's cloud computing, I guess, is another word. But it's called Skynet, and it's uh, it's you know, there's an article out here that the Intercept wrote, and a few others. Uh, it said, you know, the NSA has Skynet, and it's mm-hmm. putting innocent people on this list. Well, I don't think it's going to work. I, well, you know, I don't think it's. I think they're going to have to give up this. We want to live forever. It didn't work. Yeah. Nobody gets out of here alive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And even, who is the who is the baseball player that that had cryogenics? He was frozen, and because um, <laughs> he wanted to live forever, and um, so they put him in there. Well, who are those people? The life extension people. And oh so yeah. They, oh God, that's, there's a very funny story around that. They detach your head, you know, so they they can put it somewhere. <laughs> Well, they froze. Uh-huh. His head, his head got frozen and had like in this metal pot, and the head got frozen and stuck to the sides of the pot. And they literally had to go in there with like um, a pry bar and pry his head out of the pot. And what happened? It went flying across the room. And to me, that is not a very. I mean, this was supposed to be a real big deal. These cryogenics. Remember that? Remember this about mm-hmm. some years I ago? Don't. Yeah. Well, well, they, you know, they they're, <laughs> they are way more advanced than what they advertise. Oh, yeah. Anything, anything. I grew up near DC, so I knew even from a teenager up to anything they say they're gonna do, they're all, they've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Anything they yeah. release out to the public, uh, that's old news to them. Old, old. Yeah. You know, they're, it's in my opinion, they're at least fifteen hundred years in advance, maybe fifteen. The thing is, we don't know. You know, we don't know. They, we can't know. We can't know. And uh, that's that's what worries me about. If we worry about too much of what's going to happen, you know, way way in advance, there's no way to know. So I don't know. Well, well it just what it's just really sad that this is even going on. And this, you know, it is. They they worked on it for decades. They worked their yeah. way up. You know, COINTELPRO, and um. It was the secret space program when they got a hold of that, and that was before they killed Kennedy. You know, it's just really sad. You know, they killed JFK, and yeah. I look back on that, and they even talk about how they probably were. They were. They weren't probably. They they were sending signals after the old black and white TV, and the VHF and UHF, which the military did take back after 2004. I remember that. So they were using that, and then they took hold of it. Yeah. 
because I, I lived up near Fort Aberdeen at that time in Maryland, and there were new homes that were built up in there, big houses, and there, they took, they stopped the UHF and VHF and took it over, and yeah. something they did caused everybody's um, remote-controlled um, garage doors to keep opening and closing. It was on the news, and, um, and that was during a time when people used to go to Fort Aberdeen I've went, used to go um, once in a blue moon. They would have, you know, open it up to the public, you know, like a, I guess it was a PR thing, but, you know, like a little festival or what have you. And it was that during that time when um, I, I, I watched them. They were having, they were going after, and I realized now I was witnessing gang stalking with a history professor, and people were so angry in the community they took their children and went over to Fort Aberdeen, and military members had were literally stripping naked. Um, they were blocking the women and their children from getting out, <laughs> laughing drunk. What? Really? They had, yeah, they had female soldiers on their shoulders, naked, you know, taking their tops off. And, oh, and, it, and when these women got out of there with the children, um, you know, they made the news up there. It was in the papers and... And this was during a time when I was starting to get watched, you know. And I, were I mean, there I military like, people or what? Oh yeah, well, I, I don't know how I knew, but I knew when I was pointing I mean, up. It sounds that I, like uh, one of those, you know, psychological. Yeah. I don't know. You know. Yes. That's bad. All man. this is like all of this is psyops. All of well, it shouldn't be happening in this country, you know. Yeah, I no. mean, this is really wrong. I I've been more so feeling now guilty as an American. I was an hist- American historian, so it really bothered me mm-hmm. a few years there about that. But and I donated mm-hmm. my husband's medical records uh, when he died. Um, he went down in global history as the sickest, most injured human being to still survive for five days. Um, Look, he survived for five days? Oh, my God. On a 1 to 3% chance. Oh, God. It took me four days. We didn't have a uh, living will. And we were talking about it right before it happened. Uh, had we had a living will, I could have ordered them to turn him off immediately. But they kept, when I got to the hospital, it was between a 5 and 8% and went down to one, uh, 3 to 5. And by the next day, it was 1 to 3 and they even showed up at shock trauma and psyoped me there. Uh, as soon as I stepped off an elevator, put a clipboard in my face and a pen, and wanted me to sign to let them cut him at the pelvis and keep him alive. Was he in the military or? Uh, no. Mm-mm. No, research? but he died. At, uh, no, he was blown in half when the job of a steel and shipyard that turned out to be owned by J.P. Morgan, which mm-hmm. is an arm of Rothschild. Mm-hmm. And it was 99% through OSHA that did a six-and-a-half-week solid investigation. It was their fault and the story. And I remember I had two walk-ins come in after it was ending. My own lawyer tried, uh, tried to screw me several times. He probably... Yep. Not probably. I witnessed my own lawyer and the lawyers for the other side out of Washington, D.C. They hired one of the top ten in the country to take me down. And I fought them for 
it turned out, I thought it was seven and a half years. Turned out so they started to cover it up and rather than just have you sign something yeah. and say that we're sorry, you know, we're well, sorry and we're asking you not to disclose this because yeah, we don't, be nice. you know, something yeah. honest, I mean, and reasonable. No, no the whole lawsuit was horrible. And I, day one, oh. I was like dark winded, dark cars. Uh, every oh. lawyer I had acted they were on yep. my side in the beginning, and then something mm-hmm. overnight would happen, and they'd be scared. You know, oh, their they'd be eyes blaze over. Thanks. Oh yeah, all black. I knew they were getting blackmailed. I mean, it was bad. Um, mm-hmm. When when you when you know that they murder, you know, out mm-hmm. and out, destructively killed your husband on the job, out and out, and the way he died and all, and they wouldn't uh-huh. even touch him for forty five minutes, and they had three separate. Um, uh, uh, what do you call them, paramedics on the job site. That's how big, this place was miles and miles wide, long. And um, nobody would touch them. Nobody. They were ordered not to touch them. Finally, a guy, a stranger, came down off of a different job site on a crane. And he, you know, tore them apart and quick called the real paramedics at Scott Conley came. He uh, never uh, contacted me again, and he was holding my husband um, and heard what he said. My husband knew his insides were blown out uh, on, the back, on his back. Shock uh, trauma uh, employees went into shock. Uh, now, I think so. Jesus. The PSYOP began. That's horrific. When, yeah. Well, they they kept uh, depositioning me mm-hmm. day one. Day one, immediately That's my mentality was put on the line. Day one. Mm-hmm. Day one, they wanted to check me out to see was I, you know, nutty or something. You know, now what's that got to do with how he died? But that's what they did to me. So I knew. They wanted, uh, yeah, yeah, they just I, wanted I knew, to see what they could do. Yeah, I you. knew I was up against the biggest of the biggest, being all alone. However, I knew I had just, yeah. I, I knew I was right, and I loved him. I knew my husband from the time I was Aww. four and a half. We grew up, yeah. he grew up right behind me, so we... We played together. He was a teenager. We went through life together, all of life. There was nothing, I, you know, we hung together as teenagers and, yeah. you know, young adults. And he was always, yeah. he never lived more than a half a block or a block away from me, ever. We were oh. best friends. You're down, so, Jack. Jack, down. Hmm, sorry. Does anyone you know, have a suggestion when you know that they've hacked your place? I mean, you know. What do you do? do you have, what do you mean hacked? You mean like broken in? No. I mean... Well, I mean, it's like the signals start going through and, mm-hmm. you know, you really can't say anything in your household, but, you know, you know. I don't want to say exactly what the, what it is yeah. because I don't want to make it worse or, you know, I don't want to make it, um, you know, yeah. I don't want to, you know, but I guess just do the best you can. Yeah. Well, I, I, went, I took reflection. There are meters. You know, mm-hmm. There are meters out there that you can identify, and then you can also... You can do some shielding to keep them from hitting you. You can put some shielding around you. You know, as um, Neil was talking about earlier, um, I forgot what he calls it, but um, there are materials that you can protect yourself with, but I know it, it's difficult. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very invasive, and it's very, 
you know, I mean, they just come right on in and think they can do anything they want. And <laughs> yeah. well, no, yeah, there are things you can you can protect yourself with. You have to know. We have yeah. to have them ready and you know be yeah. ready to get get them get them going. Yeah. And um, be careful of, you know, your com- like your passwords for your computer and, you know, oh, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I should have to, I think I'll advertise for, for a, um, some computer expert if they're looking for somewhere to live for a <laughs> few months or something, you know, like a deal where they can. I mean, I yeah. you'd have to know who to trust, but you know the people I know, you know, they just I mean, the computer people, you know. I don't know. I, you I've know had computer it. people? You well, know good computer people? Well, yeah, like you know, just your, you know, your like person who, you know, sure, like I can call and say, will you come over and take a look at my computer? I've had viruses removed, things like that. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, but, I get them um, over there. A lot. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'll get her over here soon. She had a wedding and a graduate, or, yeah, a graduation, a graduation, and a, her daughter and everything, so she's a little delayed. But, um. um it was at your, it was at your house. No, Jack. It was at your house. Oh no, um the no, she um you know, she her daughter had a wedding so um no, not at our house, but um so she traveled, you know, and she was out of town she had to go out of town. So no, that'd be nice. But um yeah, just try the the, the shielding stuff and you know I don't know. Find a camp for the weekend. <laughs> oh, um, well, did no, I miss I anything as far, as far as Go nutrition? Ahead. Excuse me. Oh, nutrition. Anything tonight about nutrition? Yeah, Linda was talking earlier. Uh, EMF Linda was talking about um, nutrition, but I I, did, I was really cleaning house. And somebody's on the phone, like enjoying making trades. Yeah. Hi, Linda. Hi, Linda. How you doing, hon? Not very good. My situation has gotten worse even than when I talked to you. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted just to to talk a little bit because I I don't know if there's anyone out this direction, and I'm looking to to either head towards Washington or Oregon or back to California. And um, and I don't know if anybody's out in towards this area or what or what's going on. But anyways, I'm, I wanted just to to um, say I don't know what we're doing with activism or whatever with politicians, but sometimes I think that the politicians need to know just how bad things could actually be, and, and not just the what what's really happening, and I know one of the things that is that's happened to me that should be a concern for everybody is when we get biohacked, you know, and they put criminal DNA in us, 
and uh, most of us would not want criminal DNA to be able to be given to us like we get nanotech, but it can be, and it has been given to me, and it could be given to a congressperson or a congressperson's child or something like that really easily, and I, I read an article that it, that somebody can cook that up in their kitchen for $200. They can literally ask for what they want from a DNA lab and get get the DNA the splice that they want for $200 in their kitchen. And I don't know if people really realize. I know in Europe they know it's a big problem. The TIs in Europe know it's a big problem. But I don't know how many people here know that that's what, you know, that's part of what can happen to a TI is that you're given DNA that's not your own and DNA that's your own is removed and that can all be done wirelessly. You don't have to go to a lab for that. But they can deliver, you know, criminal DNA. Okay, but if you're if you're concerned about okay, you're concerned that politicians know. Can you can you write to them? Unless no, I think when, I think maybe I should talk to Ella and the activism that we should let them know. There you go. Yeah. You know that that it's yeah. that that's part of what we're facing. But I know yeah. right now, I'm I'm kind of in a situation where my you know I'm radically tortured and radically all these different kinds of things and a lot of people know that already but my perps won't let me die and they're trying to just see how bad things can get how bad things can get when you don't let somebody die and uh, when the body would naturally die because I'm on a life support system I'm on some kind of life support thing and I've been killed and brought back to life on that stupid machine already and um, I know I'm not the only one that that has had that uh, done to them so I don't I'm, I'm sharing that more because I'm I'm scared about how serious um, when people really want to hurt people and they have these weapons, they can really really do bad things because we can't we can't you know get into shielding. There's no place safe. We can't go to the police about it. We can't go to the FBI about it. There's no place for us to go. And uh, these weapons can be used in, in such a horrible way. And the one thing that I've unfortunately been finding out is that they can, they can, like, if, if they think, oh, you're a kind person and they don't want you to be kind anymore, they can go in and give you genetic, make genetic changes in you. They can heterodyne changes into you. They can neuroscience changes you and they can hook you up to a machine and they know what makes you a kind person and they can destroy that part of your brain. And then, then rewrite that part of your brain with these machines. I mean, we don't, we haven't even begun to understand how bad these machines really are, and how they can totally change a brain from being one way to another way. And they just hook you up to a machine. It's like, oh, they go through and and they map out your brain, and then they're like, oh, okay, this person is this, 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 and this. I mean, I sat in on my own consultation between the guy who's perping me and the. The, the other group that he called in to destroy my brain, and he basically said, you know, these are the qualities that she has that we don't want in her anymore, and these are the qualities in her brain that we want to have in her now. And so basically, we, you know, we don't want her to be nonviolent. We don't want her to be kind, generous, sweet, all this. Forget those. We don't want those. Get those out of us. What we want her where to do was is be- this? Now, where was this conference? Where would this, this take place? This was like a V2K conference and then the weird machines began the the um this is a B2K conference just a minute hon I need to get some realism to see what I to get her mind and brain around this this was like a yeah. conversation in your head that was going on about this 
Yeah, I heard my perps talking to the group that they hired to do this. And this was, they had had basically mapped out. And then then a week later, the group came and they said, okay, this is is what we found out about her. And they they had basically gone through my memory. So now now the group they hired was telling them that we've gone through her memory. We ran her through all these tests, and these are the qualities that we found about her from our testing. And they went through, they knew, like, the most intimate details about how my own mind works. And I know a lot about that because I worked on how my mind worked because I tried to make it better with, um, before I was a TI. I, I worked with Are you people. able to record your V2K? Are you able to record it? I know, I know that some people have been able to record their V2K. Have you been able to do that? You know, I haven't thought about that. I haven't thought about that. You might want to think about that because that way you could have proof of what they're trying to do to you, you know? Yeah, so that would be good because it was really scary when they came out and they had all and basically said, you know, this is how our mind works for this, this is how our mind works for this, this is how our mind works for this. And after I'd gone through all this testing and then all these massive machines I've been on for months and months and months and my brain is not the same. I'm not the same girl at all. I'm not the same woman at all. So whatever those machines have been doing to my brain, I'm not the same person at all. And that's really scary that a perp can take one of us to some place and go, I want to change from this to this. That is really scary. That is really scary. Yeah. So we I don't know how many people know that they've mapped out genetics and neuroscience things and, and all different kinds of things in a person's brain about what makes them the way that they are. But they've mapped that out. Plus the brain code, they've mapped out how the brain communicates. Plus they're using synthetic DNA and they're using synthetic things in our brain and the nanotech that they're putting in. You know, all that stuff can really change us. So I'm just also saying that because I'm I'm getting changed and my perps won't won't stop no matter what, as most of us know. And um, anyways, I'm. I also know my perps won't let me die, even though my body has tried, you know, my body's ready to die and my mind is ready to die just from the sheer torture and the too much stuff that they're doing to it. And then when my body gets ready to die from the torture, they they, they turn the machine on and they keep me from dying. It's, it's like really sick and then they torture me until my heart starts to fail and then they turn the machine on again. It's like, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is professional torture, really professional torture. And they can do it wirelessly. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, I'm just kind of sharing that, and I'm I know my my targeting is way out there, but I also know that that I'm for the first time in my life, I I I don't feel okay about what's going to happen to me when I die. I don't feel like I'm going to die in a safe place. I feel like I'm going to die connected to some virtual reality nightmare. I don't want to die connected to a virtual reality nightmare. But that's no. that's the no. that's the real possibility when they keep you connected up when you die, which they've already done when they killed me before. They didn't unhook the virtual reality; they killed me with the virtual reality on. So this is like somehow, I feel like we need to in our activism, we've got to let people know that this is this is not like sci-fi and it's not happening. This is the future for TIs or the future for for society. I'm not, I'm just saying this. If I were you, I really would get on Ella's activism call and and okay. talk about that on there, so that you know, so that she could understand, um, you know, how how 
devastating this is for you and that she needs to do something about this on the activism side of this, you know? Okay. Okay. Because it, it, it's, it's horrific, you know? And, and I know that it's extreme, but I also know that my group has told me that I am the first person that they're doing all this weird experimenting with, and I'm the experiment-turned-prototype. 